0: (laughs) yeah yeah i love you know that's awesome when somebody like you of your your legend status is like i'm so happy yeah because you could easily not be happy
1: oh yeah right i really could (laughs) it's just uh (laughs) it's just nice to have it in in line man and ready to rock yeah good for you man Uh, so yeah anyways here we go uh Welcome to another episode of To The Fullest with Jason Froberg. Make sure you hit that subscribe button underneath. Give us a like. Hit the bell. Today, my guest... Legendary guitar player, <laughs> Mr. Keith Roberts. Hey. What you up to today, brother? Oh my goodness. Keith Rob do you know I dropped the S many years ago? Oh, j- it's Keith Robert. Yeah, I just Keith never Robert. tell anybody. I, no, anymore. it is it is Keith Robert. I <laughs> I write it down as Keith Robert too. I know. And then it just came out that you, way.
0: You know, it's my middle name. Uh my real last name is Warchalak.
1: Oh right. Right. And uh, I think I missed an
0: opportunity my whole life to just use that name. It was just too cool. But I think I mentioned this last time. I just had too much pride in trying to be a rock star. Yeah. I had to shorten it down a little bit. You know. <laughs> but I, I'm using Warchalak a little bit more too lately. Yeah. You know, I'm just getting back to my roots. Well, Keith
1: Warchalak. Thank you. Killing it I'm today. coming out. Warchalak. Coming out as Warchalak. Yeah. Robert's actually my, uh, that's my mom's side of the family. Oh, man. is it really? Yeah. So I actually related to a lot of Roberts out there. Interesting. So, yeah. Oh. I'm going to see him actually in a week or so, man. I haven't seen that's him That's up long north, time. right? Yeah. Up right. north, man. So it'll be nice. Going to stop and hit, uh, hit some camping on the way, try to get into Yosemite and yeah. do a first-come, 1st first serve campsite and shit really? like that. And hopefully we get in. Who knows, man? <coughs> go in the middle of the week and try for it.
0: Oh, you'll score. Yeah. Your timing will be good.
1: Yeah, it's going to be yeah, great. Yeah, that camping trip must
0: be awesome.
1: I'm looking forward to it. I don't think I've ever been to Yosemite, man. Wow. So Are you going to go see that geyser? I hope so. If it's if I mean if it's nearby or something, you know, we we'll right? get some shots of it for the YouTube.
0: Yeah, I, I would be the one that shows up like 300 miles away from it. You know, I'll be on like the North Rim instead of a where wherever it is, wherever that big geyser is. What's that thing called?
1: Shit, I don't even know, man. Trooper, I can look creeper, up online, yeah, the, yeah, listen to me. It's uh, old, isn't it? Old. I was old not paying attention or something like that. I was right? not paying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I
0: was not paying. You know, I wasn't paying attention in class. I was just signing my name and
1: thinking about kiss. That's right, man. You know that's the important stuff. But I knew it was some geyser. I'm not that stupid. I just forgot. there's actually a bunch of geysers out yeah, there, yeah. I believe. And uh, yeah, it is Old Faithful. Old, fa- imagine old that. Faithful. Imagine <laughs> that, right?
0: What a silly concept. I mean, the thing like goes off every hour. Yeah, right. isn't
1: that weird? Oh, it's amazing, man. Really? You know. And cheers. Cheers indeed. I'm drinking my uh, my thermos of unknown liquid. I'm drinking my thermos.
0: Advertising too. <laughs> well, so. I'd like to say
1: your your new studio is fabulous. Oh, thank you so much, man! It is
0: uh, g- and, uh, not that the old one was you know bad. I'm just saying you know you're, you're it's like this is better. Wow. It's like <laughs> unbelievable. So uh, if anybody yeah. knew the dedication that you had, uh, you know all your followers. I know you have a lot of great friends on that, but all the newcomers are coming around. This guy's a legend right here. This oh. is the real legend right here right now. Thank this you guy. so much, man. I envy I envy your. Uh,
1: your capability to be able to put this stuff together correctly. It takes a lot of trial and error for sure. Of course. I always say uh, fail forward, man. I usually just get through trial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, it was a uh, dude getting to this point was, man, just failure after failure and, sure. and buy a new gear and and just, you know, figuring it out as I went, man. And sure. it's finally stabilized to a place where it's just Click and go. Totally, and know what all the buttons do. Yep, that's like the hardest part is the autopilot where you right? know where all the buttons are and what yeah. they do, and you're just ready to push them and they ro- they it's work.
0: Great, I love all this gear. It's so well done.
1: Yeah, thank yeah. you so much, man. It's my Howard Sturd experience. Yeah, yeah. We try to do a professional that's man, great. and you know we got obviously we got the beautiful Accessibles hey. microphone stands. Tell you about that, Accessibles.com. There you go. Oh yeah, a shameless plug. It's a uh, it's a beautiful place to get it's amazing great. gear at a super affordable price. <laughs> yes, thank you. You know, we did some uh, we did some commercials with you guys. We that did. was fantastic. You did a phenomenal job. You produced, shot, wrote, recorded all the above, edited.
0: Uh, released, uh, you did everything. It was really phenomenal. It was, what a great job you do with uh, audio and video work, man. Thank you so yeah. much. You brought a lot of joy to us at Accessibles.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun doing it, man. Yeah. And uh, I was able to show it off to some other friends who have some Amazon pages sure. and they're looking to jump on the. Expand and, the business. Yeah, have me do some of it. I'm actually looking to do my own Amazon page pretty soon here. I'm great. looking for uh, wholesalers and somewhere, you know, t- trying to get into some kind of uh, place where I can get a good price on some gear and. Just start pushing it, man. You
0: know, if you got a good idea, you know, if you can, if you can come up with your own idea, because like I, I work with Amazon a lot, and I'm, I'm learning a little bit. I I see a lot of stuff, and I'm I'm really interested in it and what I do from nine to five. It, it's it's an interesting business, especially with Amazon. What a giant! Yeah, what an cr- incredible giant! I mean, they've got everything laid out. I mean, it's it's frustrating at times. You know, but uh, for the most part, it's a a unique and adventurous outlet for retail. But if you can come up with your own idea and make that margin on your own idea, that's really important. I mean, really powerful, really good for the pocket, you know. Uh, So there's many avenues. I wish you luck with that. Thank you so much. Yeah, Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. If you need any help with FBA, I'm your man. Oh, thank you so much, man. <laughs> I love FBA. It's crazy. Just send a bunch of stuff to Amazon and they just sell it for you, you know.
1: Yeah, and so the for people who don't know, that's where you uh palletize all your gear and then you send it off to a uh, Amazon yeah. warehouse and FBA, then they can FBA yeah.
0: fulfilled by Amazon. Boom. Right? So you yeah. just palletize everything there are a bunch of stickers on it. They call those FN SKU stickers. <laughs> and you, anybody who out there is, you know, bought anything on Amazon? Go ahead, and check your package right now. There's a little sticker on there, a black and white sticker with a barcode. That's your FN SKU, baby. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's your personal ID number. So you just get a space set up in your garage, slap a bunch of SKUs on there, and start sending them off to, <laughs> to FBA and. Yeah. Amazon will sell it for you, <laughs> yeah. You know
0: the Pish guy, Pish guy.
1: No, you ever seen this guy? Oh, I haven't hilarious. seen this Pish guy. Uh,
0: he's uh his 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 nickname is uh, uh Chip Diamond. On on uh, he goes by Chip Diamond in the videos, and he just like he just has these random conversations with people, and he just goes Psst. like he just like you know like t- typical New York Philadelphia guy. He goes into like gyms, and he's like you know walking by like the buff guys, and he's like. Psst. 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 You you can't lift more. I, I can lift more than that, and he just starts ribbing people. It's hilarious. So that's really, really, really funny. Doing on YouTube, we all watch it and everything like that. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. YouTube celebrity. Yeah, yeah. He you know goes to like the car lot and he's like pushing the car. He's kicking the tires, and the salesman's like, "Come on, man, what are you doing here?" He's like, Psh. He goes, "Well, what, you, what, what, what kind of car are you looking for?" He's like, Psh. "You know, he's like, I got all the money in the world." Psh. So Psh. it's a good thing in our lives right now. So if you're out there and you're frustrated,
1: just go. Psh. Uh, Chip Diamond huh? Chip Diamond oh, uh, I see Ed this Bassmaster
0: Uber. Yeah Ed, Ed, The channel is called Ed Badmast, Bassmaster Ed Not to be Bang plugging Bang Anybody
1: Bang. else on your show That's okay man I give him A little Sp- bit of love here Spread the YouTube people right look at i can show off his little page at least man ed Bassmaster, there it Bassmaster, is Bassmaster,
0: yeah Bassmaster. Bassmaster. Bassmaster
1: he's Bassmaster. just a ball buster
0: you know philadelphia pennsylvania ball buster he's not okay. the new york type ball buster he's not the new jersey type ball buster but i think he's a pa guy well, i'm gonna subscribe to him right now oh, there you funny. go there you
1: go much love
0: hey uh, i just want you to know love. i got like four like youtube accounts that i'm all subscribing to oh, and i'm all like liking and you know what I play your videos even when I'm not watching. I just Thank let them run. You. I'm just trying to help out, just trying to kick in. Everybody who's out there, like, subscribe, help this gentleman out. This is a great thing that you're doing for the community. It's a great thing that you're doing for this town and the, the, the friends that are all in here helping out with their art and their music and everything like that. I know you're bringing a lot of joy to a lot of people, you know, Thank just you. being able to come out on their on their platform and being able to have a lot of fun. and join the 21st century, which is great podcasting. Yeah. So you're doing a great job.
1: I like it, man. And it's great to have my friends in here and just have good conversations with them, help them promote what they're up to. Yep. And you know, as it grows, you know, hopefully I'll be able to get my friends out to a bigger and better audience, man, as it gets going. And yeah, but that's that's definitely the game, man. The more hours I can get out of people. Hey, when I really it. believe in you, I'm sub- sorry, I'm subscribing, I'm liking, I'm pushing, I'm
0: sharing, whatever it takes, you know. So it's the least people can do, you know. Yeah. It's a, you know, help out a friend.
1: It's hit that free. like button,
0: subscribe, just hit the button. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Yeah. You might you might get some cool stuff in your life.
1: Yeah. And uh, no, and I'm bringing in a lot of different talent now, man. I got yeah. a ton of, I'm out mixing again. Yes. And so, like, that's my new hustle. Every band I mix, I go, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. most of them I already know. But even the ones I don't know, man, right. you know, I just talk to them. I'm nice to them. And then uh, I go, hey, have you seen my podcast? You should subscribe to my podcast. You want to come on my podcast? Of course. So, I think tomorrow I have... Um, uh, Stanley Avenue coming on the podcast. Okay, I'm not familiar. And they're just a you know they're a local band okay, doing good. the the cover thing. I met them over at Area 15 where I've been doing some sound. Yeah. And uh, no, they're Area a great 15. band. Yeah, it's right off the freeway. That. Crazy place, yeah. The crazy place man. with all
0: that shit in it, yeah. you do
1: you get out of here, yeah. It's fun. Oh my god, dude. My brother, like, did all the install work, get um, out, and yeah, him and another good friend of ours. If anybody doesn't know what
0: Area 15 it's wild. It's got the Van Gogh thing in, right? Yeah, the okay. Van Gogh thing's pretty And, By tight the right way, now. so like, okay, I hate to say
1: this on air and everything like that, but have you seen it? Did you go through it? I didn't go through it, okay. I've, I've seen it from the uh, the booth where I was they're pushing disappointed. The buttons. Well, yeah, and it's just three D mapping. It's was not okay. like actual art. It was okay. It was okay. know. you know what I mean. Yeah. Then we did the virtual tour. I highly
0: recommend the virtual tour if yeah. anybody's going. Always. Oh, it was. Is that lovely. the virtualis? Yes. It was like the
1: whatever the virtual reality kind of thing where you put. Yeah. You know, oh, that was beautiful. What's up with that, anyways? Like, cause I'm doing I'm doing audio and stuff, so we're installing speakers sure. and I'm running the bands and whatnot, but. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really – the. all the booths are separate from the actual events. It's like a shopping mall, it's right? wild. So I don't get to go in those and I, do anything. I in didn't those.
0: realize what it was like. Yeah. You know, you got the bar. You got the different types of shops, the axe throw in, the uh, – I, I can't even remember. The golfing. You, you've got the Van Gogh museums. You've got this crazy shop mart where people go in. I, it was wild, and it goes into like a whole party. Like it's, it's – yeah. it's, it's, it, If you're doing a lot of drugs, kids – this the place. This is the place to go. <laughs> it's designed for that shit. If this, be, if I was, if I was twenty years old, older, yeah. younger, and I was doing some drugs, this would be the place
1: to go. Oh, that's that's definitely the and truth, it's man. Wild. It's a it's a psychedelic little paradise, <sighs> man. The whole thing's a big art installation. <sighs> yeah. Everything is trippy and psychedelic. It's wild, and it's the place for that for sure. Hey, and I have to tell you,
0: I realized something very, very cr- interesting, yeah. and Shanti agreed with me. My lovely wife. Hello, Shanti. Hi, Shanti. Yes. Uh you reminded us of Van Gogh.
1: I do? Yes. You look like Van Gogh. I guess I got the I got the look right now, don't yes. I? I got the, the the beard and the slicked back hair and, and, and it's you kinda know,
0: red. Very, very artistic, very creative, very uh just a, a, re- a force to be reckoned with in the in any creativity of the world you you've well, got you're yeah, too kind yeah I, th- I was I, I was thinking of you again, always thinking of you uh, when I
1: went to go see Van Gogh, I go my God, it's Jason <laughs> Let me get a, a picture of Van Gogh pulled up here. Oh, there we go, there we go, look at this guy <laughs> Boom. there we go. Do we look similar? Let me see here <laughs> Oh yes, yes, we do. Yeah, I guess you're right. I do got a little bit of a yeah. Van Gogh thing going on. I'll awesome. take that. I'll take that all day. I hope day. that's a compliment, by the way. Yeah, I, I of course that's a compliment. N- never want to The insult. man is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. Please, I, I mean, love it. For an audio engineer, I don't need you going and cutting your ear. No. <laughs> that will not be <laughs> you'll happening. You'll still
0: mix the best man in the world, <laughs> but you'll have one in your life. Uh,
1: that's okay, because you just stand this way. Yeah, exactly, man. I don't need to look at the show. Right? I got all my computers and microphones and everything to tell me what's going on right. anyways. Genius. Yeah, that's funny, man. Yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun over there, man. And I looks, I can probably pull this up too for the Area 15 thing over there yeah. with the Van Gogh experience. It's a total blast though, working with those guys, man. I mean, I have, a, I, you know, let I let me tell enjoy you something. Uh, I don't suggest yeah. the axe throne if you're taking your wife. Yeah. Or if you're taking any extracurricular.
0: Extracurricular. No extracurricular and no wives with knives. No wives with knives.
1: The axe throne. <laughs> uh yeah it's a true it's a trip over there though i'm really uh i'm really honored to be doing that kind of work sure and something like that man i think it's like one of the it just won like a uh best art installation in the world award or some crazy wow. thing like that yeah incredible so yeah it's, dude it's fantastic everybody should definitely at least take one night to go check it out it was
0: fun seeing you at rockstar bar that is a fun place I to be. I wasn't expecting to see you there that night. We went to go see a couple bands, and I uh, was just rocking and rolling out there, and I'm like, I smelled blood. I was like, <laughs> I turned around, and go, there it is. Uh, they were having yeah. a rough night that night, but then you know what? You know what happened? You put your hands on it.
1: Yeah. I got it going real nice now, man. That's amazing. I think it was just, uh, you know, it was just a... Like I always say in the business, man, we're doing rock and roll, not rocket science. And Correct. sometimes people think that they're rocket scientists when all they got to do is, you know, <laughs> plug the left into the left and the right into the right. You know, I needed to, to hear that. I
0: think I needed yeah. to hear that. I'll tell you about that a little while later, but I'll need yeah. to. That's good to hear. Yeah. It's, it's not rocket science. No. It's just rock
1: and roll. Yeah. I always take that attitude with everything I do now, man. It's not. No, I'm not doing anything special. I'm just I'm just turning up microphones, <laughs> yeah. making shit loud. I love to make shit <laughs> yeah, loud. Yeah, you do. It's fun. It is. You know, but it's like uh, you got to let go all that like technical overthinking. Yeah, because we can definitely, especially engineers. I love when something's wrong. Right. And there's so much information in our heads, and like we're trying to troubleshoot the problem from like 45 different angles. <laughs> While
0: some guitar players
1: like. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're just, just like, shredded. Yeah, yeah. singer's
0: hanging off the ceiling, and you're just like, "We got a problem here. We're gonna fix this." Yeah, <laughs>
1: and you're tracing down all kinds of crazy things, and it's just like, "Oh, you just forgot to push this one button, or <laughs> right. this cable just needs of to be course. swapped out." But you're like, "No, there's like this yeah. grand illusion of insane complications that we're gonna start from. Break out all the all the testing equipment, and yeah. we're gonna figure this thing out." And it's just like, "Oh, you mean just that right there?" Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. The now it's big, yeah, it's but we overthink everything as engineers. It's fun to. It's funny to make fun of us that way because right? it always happens. Geniuses, bastards. So. Yeah, freaking. Uh, but no, I love doing the Rockstar Bar. Yeah. I just started doing um, a Sunday Latin night over there. Yeah. By the way, come down and learn how to do uh, Latin dance. They do. There's wow. all instruction and everything on Sunday nights. And That's then, crazy. Yeah, it's Latin, Latin DJ. You know, I remember Latin back bands. in Long
0: Island at the Crazy Donkey, they do something on Sunday night. They do like rock and roll up until like eight o'clock, and then turn it over on a Sunday night to like you know, like lat- Latin night, you know, and do something yeah. interesting. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, S- squeeze the people in there. It's yeah. a great place. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And you can hit golf balls out there too. Much cheaper than Top Golf.
1: I can tell you that much. Oh yeah, jeepers creepers. It's fun. And How they got that to... that van in the middle out there. Yeah, yeah. Swack the van. Swack balls at the van. Exactly. Try to take the window. I think all the windows are pretty much taken out by oh, now. Oh, they're but taken. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember when there was a uh, there was a uh, uh, pictures of president up there. President, <laughs> ex oh, president. Yeah. I was like. You motherfuckers!
1: <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I tried to hit it too. It was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's uh no, it's a great place, man. And uh, yeah, it's. I, we were out there watching a few of these uh, youngsters whacking balls, man. Sure. And they had like the little mini drivers. Oh yeah. And they were freaking getting it, man. Oh, yeah. It was impressive. But you know, oh, family yeah. friendly time, man. I was. It's a uh, it's a great place, and it's getting better and better <laughs> as it goes along. So. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think I'll be there doing. Uh, I got. Peter Dallas's band coming up. Excellent. Yeah, so I love seeing Peter. He's a, sure he plays in like Rockstar. every friggin' band out there. What a rock star, man! Yeah, fantastic he just got drummer. It. Yeah, yeah. What'd you say about the drummer? I said he's a fantastic. Oh, drummer, uh, Peter that's Dallas. right. Yeah. You know, he,
0: he reached out to me. He said he was doing sessions. Is he? Yeah, he was reaching out to people, letting them know that uh they needed a session. So shameless plug for for Mr. Dallas. Yeah. If you need a drummer, he's looking for a gig.
1: He can play anything. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'll there's have, a lot of good drummers in this town. That's the problem. Yeah,
1: is that there's always good drummers. They're all good, you bastards. <laughs> Especially like with the Blue Gram group being in town, man. Oh my goodness! So many amazing bands with come out with uh, Blue Man members in them out here. So they what a end, force to be reckoned with. <sighs> yeah, you ain't lying, bro. I, I wanted to play drums, on. but my yeah. parents were like, "No drums." Yeah.
0: In the house, no drums. I'm like, Mom, you don't understand. You, imagine all the shit I would have released in my life if I became a drummer.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's easier to write I the music. I wouldn't have been so have angry.
0: I would have been uh, so pissed off. Oh,
1: that part too. Right?
0: I would have gotten it out, got it out. But they were like, Shut up. I'm like, Play, they were like, Play, guitar. it was no instrument, nothing but drums. But oh, I wish I had
1: drums. I, d- I use drums for that exact reason man <laughs> like if I'm a little uh, I'm a little worked up or something yeah. like that I'll put some punk rock on yeah and I'll just beat the hell out of some skins sure and uh, I just have a really good time
0: I was playing the electronic drum kit at a party about two months ago uh, we were rocking over out. I can't remember where we were, but every we, everybody just wanted to hear a live band. You know, There was enough rock and rollers in the house. We could have done something, but we yeah. were lazy. I might have been lazy. I don't know what happened. But all <laughs> I remember doing was getting on the electronic drums and kicking out the jams. Yeah. Boy, did I mess my hands up. Uh. I was beating the shit out of these drums. And I was like, the next morning, I'm like, oh. Dude, (laughs) calm down. It's just an electronic drum set, man. It sounds big no matter how hard you Relax, bro. I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, dude, calm down. Uh, Drums are good.
1: Yeah, I love my my Roland TD 25K behind me. That's a fantastic drum set. I I play it all the time. It's got the
0: big rock drum arena sound in it. Oh, yeah. Stock.
1: Oh, it's got some huge sounds in it. Huge. And it, it also has uh, some fun, like percussion stuff. So, like when I'm working on a tune or something. Oh, like yeah. That, and I need, like, you know, good sounded percussion instruments. I don't have to go get the instrument. I yeah. can just pull them up on the brain there and and just I get a stereo image of some nice Kungas or some bongos yeah, and totally. like that, you know, whatever you need. I
0: love the weird sounds they produce, you know, the, the oh, Zoinks I, and, the, and the Boinks yeah. and everything like that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, man. That's that's super fun to write with. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get back in the practice of writing music again, man. Oh, I got boy. the studio up. I got the podcast running on autopilot, and it's like it's time to start getting it back to making music.
0: It is. I'll tell you, uh, good friends, and I know you know this, but. Uh, good friends like yourself, you know. know I've been struggling with this music. I've been yeah. trying to like. So I made a couple. Of, <laughs> I made a couple of investments. I put money into the guitar. I redid my whole Les Paul. Oh, really? All right. And I never thought I'd ever do this to my Les Paul because it has stock pickups. It has a stock everything inside the electronics. And I just never wanted to do it. But something was, something was missing. I needed some inspiration. So I went out, gutted the whole thing, put brand new pickups in it, brand new electronics, brand new bridge, knobs, the whole nine yards, frets. So, I'm putting some money in because now I'm putting my money where my mouth is. Yeah. So, Stoner Dude hit me up. We're going to be doing some stuff. Oh, he's great. He's great with uh, Mary, of course. Mary Crea.
1: Oh, really? Of course.
0: Oh, they're, she's an amazing singer. They're business partners in rock and roll. So, uh, yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to doing some stuff with that. That's not the main thing on my plate, though. Main thing, I don't know if I've told you, but I'm working with uh, an ACDC tribute band. Ooh,
1: who you got singing?
0: <sighs> Uh Joe. Uh forgive me, Joe. I've only known you for so long, but I don't remember your last name. Uh I could look it up, but uh yeah. he uh great. Let me tell you something. If there's it's incredibly hard to do Brian Johnson. I yeah. mean that there's only one guy I know who could really do Brian Johnson, and that's Brian. <laughs> and I don't know him. Uh, uh, but Joe Joe is on uh on, on vocals and uh Ryan Gillen. Uh Ryan Gillian? I'm I'm so sorry, my friend. Yeah. Uh, he's you know him from High Voltage. Remember yeah, High Voltage? The drummer. Yeah. So High Voltage has taken a uh a a new route. They are we are coming out. I'm officially announcing the new name of the band. Oh really? Yeah, this is the first time anybody's ever heard of it. Oh. L V D C LVDC. LVDC. I, like I had a, a funny concept. I'm going to blow your mind right now. Uh, and God bless Ryan. I love Ryan, and I, lo- I love Joe, and I, I love Graham. These guys, are The Graham is the bass player. And we're working with uh, Jeremy Vareo. Uh oh, from, I know Jeremy. Yes.
1: I'm actually in the process of getting him to come on. We've been talking yes. about coming he's on. He's probably the got a ton
0: of shit to talk about. He, yeah. He's, a,
1: he's got a lot of he's
0: he's a smart, he's a smart mass hole. <laughs> he's got the mass hole tattoo on him, man. He's from oh, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah, that. he's got the mass hole. He's crazy. Uh, talented musician, Very, very, very good band. Ryan, Joe, Graham, and Jeremy and myself. And uh obviously I'm taking on the role of Angus Young. Big role, but let me tell you something. Everybody's like, Yeah, ACDC's is easy. But let me tell you something. No, it's not easy. No, there's a lot to be going on there. You know, it's just like Jimmy, it's just like Ace, it's just like Rick. It's like anything I've ever tried to emulate the Gemini in me, even though uh, <laughs> I'm an Aries. Uh, trying to emulate it, you know, I'm trying to like it's been tough, you know, like sometimes, uh, like. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm getting myself into. I got to put this up for 90 minutes. I got to jam that stage. And I know I've got it. There better be a big line of beers there for me to get me through that show, but I've got it. I'm going to jam through this thing and bop my head. But the band's great. The band sounds phenomenal. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff. Uh, and I'm pretty excited about that. I just went out and bought myself a real SG. A ni- oh, uh, a 2000 Gibson yeah. I, I found in a very very rare one. It's a two th- 2013 ebony uh classic uh like a 61 reissue. And let me tell you something. Like all SG's are like like telecasters. SG's are are the Gibson's and the Fender's telecaster, right? In my, in my in my opinion, my humble opinion. And uh they're all fucking different. Yeah, And they're none alike So this guy, like, I found this one On Reverb, the guy's like, listen, no returns I'm like, listen, give me 24 hours I'll pay the shipping back, I just want to touch it I'll pay the shipping back He's like, no I'm like, <laughs> uh, And I'm uh, better like Sent them an offer, I was like, I'll try this You know, I'll give it a try, I got it And I'll tell you something, it's a beast It's yeah. totally different, and so I got Rod Miller Working on it right now, on the, the the Guitar Tech, I got him working on it And I'm just trying to make sure it's the right one Because, you know, they're all different, you know And it's hard to find, like, the right one I'm, I'm an OCD, ADD guitar player, you know what I mean So, uh, I'm happy about it uh, We're looking forward to this You know, it's ACDC, it's rock and roll uh, the band sounds great. really looking forward to going out and playing some shows. So we'll be playing all those rock shows and everything like that. Hopefully a little bit more. That's fantastic yeah. news, man. Yeah. That's a little bit, you know, it's like I got to get out of my shell and do something. Yeah. You know, bit in my shell a little bit. I am working on Zonked. You know, I'm very, very excited about Zonked. It's just me. And that's that's kind of the point of view. That's the struggle I have with tribute bands right now because, like, of course, you know, I get a lot of offers for the Kiss stuff, you know, and I just don't want to do it, you know. I swore to myself never again. Like last year, I was like, I'm never going to try to like, be in a tribute band. And here I am trying to get into trying to copy Angus Young, you know. And it's like, you know, it's exciting and fun. I do need an outlet to go out there and have some fun. And these are the guys to do it. They are world class musicians. Very, 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 it sounds like ACDC. I mean, when you're, when I feel like I'm the underdog, you know, and I, and there, these guys are better, I feel real good about it. Oh, you know? yeah. So uh, I need something to get out of my shell, but, you know, I'm excited about creating some new music, I'm creating some new music with uh, Kyle Frost from 4NR. Uh, so, you know, I want to get on play. I like to be myself. It's easy to be yourself. You can do whatever you want on guitar. You don't have to stick to anything, you know, so it's exciting. But I'm just I'm excited to uh, turn this leaf and get back into playing. So spending some money, put some stuff in the guitars, buying some guitars, getting the tone going, working on the shit and uh, trying to have a better 2021 nice yeah
1: i'm really glad to hear you you're getting all that done man yeah it's
0: exciting it's fun yeah
1: Yeah. i i
0: i hated rock and roll for a while that happens i hated it i was so disgusted with it yeah and uh i realized you know i just i think just everybody's like come on dude just get up there and have fun, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm depriving myself. I'm depriving a lot of people who like to dance and have a good time, you know. Because I don't take it that seriously, you know. I just yeah. like to, I like, That's why the Angus thing is perfect for me. Because I said, because I, I said to him, you guys better have a fucking stage enough for me to fucking bop from this way to that way. Because I ain't. I'm moving all, all show. I'm going. <laughs> and the and the singer, God bless his heart, like four rehearsals. He's like, are you gonna move? Are you are you gonna do Are you gonna do the moves? I'm like, yeah. of course I'm gonna do the moves. Just like, hold on, we we got this. Let's get to the show. I like people. When you put people in front of me, my ego starts flaring. You know, uh, yeah. I get to have a little bit of fun, show and tell. Yeah, I like to have fun on stage. That's that's just really what I'm saying. You know, I like to have fun. I want to get back to having fun. I want to enjoy it. I think everybody in this town wants to get back to it. Whether you're a working musician or if you're just an artist, you know, just get back out and have fun and. Do what you love to do, you know, don't hold back.
1: That's fantastic. I really look forward to seeing the uh, the new version. I know the old High Voltage was incredible. Incredible. Ryan's a fantastic drummer <coughs> yes. and uh I know you're an amazing guitar player. Hardly. And Joe's Joe was the uh singer still when it was High Voltage, right? I, th- I think Brian- so. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did.
0: Right. So you're he was there at the night we we were hanging out at Rockstar Bar. I don't know if yeah. saw it, but that's funny cuz like he he told me he was going to see I was on my motorcycle cuz they, they couldn't find a guitar player or anybody that wants to do it or commit to it. I don't know. Uh, uh, there's got to be another Angus shock in this town. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like, he's just like, we were drinking at the bar. He's like, he's like, you play. And he was talking to Jeremy on stage, which he was in kiss makeup doing a show. And he's like, I can't believe this. I, I can't believe I found the Malcolm in the Angus. <laughs> and he's like, can you, can, can you, can you do the moves? And my wife just busts out laughing in his face because like he's obviously never seen me on stage like have a good time you know yeah like make room hold my
1: beer let's go you know oh man yeah well yeah, uh definitely hit me up when it's gone. I'll put LVDC. in a good word for you over at uh, Rockstar Bar, get you guys up there playing real fast yeah. and yeah. uh I don't know if the stage will be big enough for you to do the it's full not. the full Angus. We gotta but, build uh, a catwalk. They, they were talking about <laughs> doing uh extension off the stage yeah. and getting it a little bigger and Hey, you know what I love about A C D C no backup vocals. Yeah. Oi.
0: That's all I have to do. Oi. Yeah. I hate as a guitar And you player, don't even have to do that part. I don't even have to, but you know they're gonna make me. <laughs> Well that's uh that's Malcolm and uh Yeah, I think Angus does it. God, yeah uh Cliff. Cliff. Yeah, ah, Cliff. But they put out this microphone for Angus, right? Because yeah. That's the only time they put out the microphone. <laughs> I'm just like, he's so crazy. And then like I was so afraid of Thunderstruck. my whole life. Like, forget about like, you know, Eddie Van Halen, you know, because I would never attempt Eddie Van Halen. It's just not my it's not my dig. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Duncan, I'll leave that to you, brother. Oh, uh yeah. but Angus hey, young. I mean, Thunderstruck. I was, it's one of those songs in my whole life. I've, 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 I've just been a musician my whole life. I'm just a big pussycat, you know. I'm, just, I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm afraid to try this. I'm afraid to try this. And then when I get into it and I learn it, and I go, oh my God, I can't believe what I was missing my whole life, you know. It's just a fun song to play. It's doing a little Scottish riff, you know. Little, you know?
1: I love that song, man. And let me tell you something.
0: We were down at, uh, what was that, Downtown Fremont Live? Yeah, we were waiting for Cheap Trick to come out, and uh, Shanti and I, I think we were right up in front stage. we had a little bit of VIP, I think. Uh, thank you, burner. Uh, <laughs> but they played Thunderstruck right before Cheap Trick went on, mm. <clears throat> and the bass frequency coming out of that—it was so loud. It had my it had my wife in tears. <laughs> it was so loud. I mean, on a real super system. Yeah. like That bass and that, that mix in that song is so supersonic. It's disgusting. It can kill you. It's amazing. It's a weapon. It's a weapon of mass destruction.
1: Now I'm going to have to put on Thunderstruck when I'm tuning a big PA with some subs in dude, it. Dude.
0: Let, let me ask you a question. Because, like, do you, you ever use Steely Dan? Oh, yeah. That's okay. my go-to,
1: man. So that's like— The hi-hat and— like, It's dude, like every perfect. great sound man's go-to. That's because they did such a phenomenal job mixing those records, Isn't and everything it has its place. And they do this beautiful thing with the stereo imaging yes. of it all, you know. And you uh, know, it's it's perfect for tuning the PA.
0: If you're uh, a future audio engineer out there, Steely Dan, yeah, that's what you want to play. And I want to. I would like to give props to you and uh, George Marshall, uh, Twisted Sister soundman. I loved hearing it when he played it, and uh, Night Bob. From back in back in the day, Night Bob, Aerosmith, Rock and Roll, Jesse Camp—I mean, all the great salmons. Every time I go into an, into a place, even random
1: places, and I hear guys yeah.
0: blasting Steely Dan, I go. Oh, tonight's gonna be a rock and roll
1: night. You gotta do it. It's got to. It's got to be done. Yeah, we've been doing. Um, like I said, we were at Area 15. We've been doing a bunch of install work and stuff. And you used it. And I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> you guys aren't gonna play Steely Dan through this, man. What are you doing? And uh, and so you know, it's me and my brother and uh, our buddy Anthony over there doing this uh, big install. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I put the Steely Dan on, and they're just, they had to admit like. Okay, I get why you're using this cuz there we do we do a lot of like um different music, you know, certain sure. like there's certain country songs you put on that have really great presence and I, a lot of like EDM music that really slaps the subs sure. and really hits the horns hard wow. and so you can hear like the frequency range of everything but uh but that frigging Steely Dan, man, it's just, it's beautiful. And You've when it's right. evolved with the music. You've got yeah, different music now. Yeah. That's great. So there's a lot of fun stuff we put on. Right. But, you know, when, when it's right, it's right. And Steely Dan will tell you if it's right or wrong. Right. Uh, and I always know that my horns are dialed in perfect based on the level of the hi-hat. I've been using the same Hay uh, hey 19 sure. by Steely Dan forever. And uh, and I just know what that sounds like, what it's supposed to sound like when the PA's dialed in sure. right. And that's really a thing, you know, when you you're doing that kind of stuff is. Uh is you, you get accustomed to a specific song. It doesn't have to be Steely Dan. Yeah, sure. Um, it's just a good option because the sonic clarity is so perfect and precise in it that it's a great but reference But might not work. Yeah, something a little <laughs> too heavy. But it's good to put that stuff on, too, and really see right. what hard sure, heavy exactly. music is going to sound like when it comes out of the speakers as right. well because you're going to be playing that kind of stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, sure. So, um, Did but, you ever, have you ever been to CBGBs in New York City? Uh-uh, I haven't been to New York City. So
0: I, I'd like to just express to you that from what I remember what I was ever told, I mean, boy, I tell you what a great sound system. Yeah. It's CBGBs, the worst floor ever, <laughs> like ever, like cobblest like it made cobblestone in England in the 1600s look like, you know, paved highway in Las Vegas. You oh know? God. It was disgusting. But, uh, and the smell, Jesus Lord! Um, but that sound system was beautiful. So a great Rockwell yeah. venue, yeah. Great sound system.
1: I definitely want to check it out if I ever, uh, when I end up in New York City. Not if I've. I got offered a gig to fly out there, but sure. I was already doing something else, and I wasn't yeah. able to. I was really, it was really hard to turn down that trip to New York wow. to get paid and go go mix out in New York. But uh, yeah, I couldn't do it, man. And Damn. you know what's funny? It was is because I was. Playing my my game, I've been waiting for this huge tournament, this national tournament. I play Magic the Gathering. I'm such a nerd. Wow! And I was like, I'm not me and my buddy have been waiting for it forever. Yeah. And and we went and competed on the uh, in a national tournament, and uh and it was it was worth it. I, I still really? am like I could have gone to New York for, but yeah, like the memories that I created with my buddy and getting I love to play that game you on love that games. level. Dude, yeah,
0: games are the best thing ever. I know what I'm totally getting you for Christmas because your birthday just passed. Happy belated! Oh, thank but you. Maybe maybe it'll be a July Fourth a uh, yeah, birthday or something sure. like that. Uh, we we we. I just love games, board games, any kind of games. Me and my brother would be in the basement or wherever we were. We just put a flop a penny or flop, flop the bottle caps and make a game of it, or do anything with games and just competition and obviously poker and cards and everything like that and it just i just i don't know what it is but competition with games is just the funniest thing it could be comical or mm. endearing you know i just
1: love it it's a blast it is man. a blast yeah. you know i mean that's what we're here doing we're here sure. playing a big this big game called <laughs> yeah. life it's you know not <laughs> to be are. taken seriously <laughs> Yeah. and uh and it's like you know playing all these interesting side quests with video games and board games yeah. and card games it's like yeah it's 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 the spice of life that makes it real interesting. I really it love it. Yeah. I, uh, I I do the, I'll do all of it, man. The D&D and poker. Sure. And, you know, video games, whatever. Of course. It's, it's a blast to really get involved in. Yeah.
0: So the game I'm going to get you, I'm just going to blurt it out because I just yeah. want to talk about Payday. You remember Payday? I don't remember Payday, oh. but I'm going to
1: type it into my search okay. engine.
0: Great family story going down memory lane. Payday was a great game because it's it's about a monthly cycle like kind of like, you know, uh, Monopoly or you know, you go around, of course, you go around. What else do you do on a fucking board? <laughs> uh <laughs> But uh, Sorry's good too, but Payday it was just the family, you know, the core five me, and my two brothers, and my mom and dad, we played this game a lot and we always played it, always played it to Carol King Tapestry. And like, are you familiar with that album? At I'm all?
1: not. Okay, actually. so you're blowing Car- my mind. Carol King Bro.
0: Tapestry is probably my top five albums, and it's tough because I've, I've, because it, 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 fuck, five is tough. Uh, but Jesus Lord, Tapestry by Carol King, um, uh, great beautiful album. Do you know that Carol King wrote a song for the Beatles? Really? And the what Beatles, song? Uh, I, I apologize, I, I can't remember it. Um, but the Beatles imagine the Beatles being like you no know, we don't I mean they're gonna do a cover rock and roll and stuff like that you know and they're gonna do all their other covers and shit like that which were main hits for them and the shit they loved but somebody wrote a song for them that's bullshit <laughs> they like Carol King I mean they loved it you know uh, it's, you'll probably find it once you're searching Carole King wrote a song for the Beatles um, yeah but I was actually
1: I was looking up the uh, pay, I was looking oh, up some stuff of Payday here. Oh,
0: Payday, payday is great. Boom. The greatest game. It's so super cute and super fun.
1: Some of the cards. <laughs> the
0: cards. So you got to pay like the bills during the month and you got to pay your mortgage and you know, you, you get hit with stuff during the, you know, the month like oops, you know, water busted and you get, you basically just got to be the one in the money. And you know uh. my brother, my oldest brother is the one the the bastard who's, like, cheating the whole time. This has been his MO every time I bring up Payday. He's going to hate me for this. Uh, He cheats at everything. Let me tell you a classic story, and I know he's pissed off right now because I'm having a a memory right now. All right, so I'll finish up. Payday, all right? Great, 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 great great game. Played it with the family. Beautiful album. Yeah. Okay. I look forward to playing it with you, Sam. It's great. Uh, So we're playing this. We used to have these legendary poker games at my brother's house back in long island uh valley stream and it was we played like every saturday night it was like an easy game you know but it's the family we're all competitive we're all crazy and out of our minds and where, of course it's the game's like 20 bucks right but then it turns into like you're already in for like 100 bucks by the end of the night because it's just too much pride and too much fun anyway by the end of the night me and my brother go heads up right and there's a lot of money in the pot. I mean, there was like eight people playing, and there's like 800 bucks in the pot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And no one gives a fuck about your feelings in poker in my oh, family. No. Nobody gives a shit, right? And nobody's like, there are no bargains. There's no nothing. There's cutthroat from day one, from the can one. Nobody gives a fuck, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> and I'm one of them, too, of course. Uh, so we go heads up. <laughs> And the game's over. He beat me, right? Yeah. Well, you beat me heads up. And it's like three in the morning. Wife's to bed. Mom and dad are going. Everybody's gone. It's just me and him. And I look down on the floor, and the king of spades is on the floor. And I go, well, how long has it fucking been there? Goes, I don't know. I go, well, then let's split the pot. We don't know how long we've been playing with 51 cards. Yeah. Instead of 52. And we, and of course, me and me, my classic brother, Ward Chalak, we just go nuts. We start, and the table goes flying. Oh, no. The oh. chips go everywhere. I'm out of there. We're we're just yelling, finger pointing. It was hilarious. We can laugh about it now, of course. And I know he hates me bringing up the story, but it's beautiful and uh it's just how Warchillac poker was. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, I'm coming after you, you know, coming after you, large. So we try to use that, you know, of course, in the real world, in the real poker game, but uh, cutthroat, cutthroat everything. Cutthroat, sorry, cutthroat, payday, cutthroat, cutthroat monom- sorry. the Monopoly, whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm coming after
1: you. Monopoly always gets cutthroat. Oh, you have That's to. That's like the worst game to play with friends. It like, Every, you know, you're hanging on to property And you're refusing to trade for, Unless yeah. it's something ridiculous And, you know, it's just like The game's never gonna go anywhere If no. nobody gives a, an inch here Yeah, you know,
0: you're trying to do, like, time limits You know, it's fun yeah. to do, like, time limits with Monopoly At least there's an ending there But, like, I think I remember one time We tried to go for, like, a month <laughs> You know, we just kept, like, doing it, whatever we had to add And stuff like that yeah. I think that's I, I don't know what the longest Monopoly game ever is But uh, I'd like to say I wish I tried it uh, but I'd, I'd rather pay, play Payday for a month rather than Monopoly. Much, much, much bigger.
1: Payday. I'm looking forward to checking out it's Payday, cute, man. cute and funny. We'll put on some Carol King. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, yeah, the Carol King, actually, it says here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm just reading off the internet, so who knows if this is right. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, it says Carol King never actually wrote a song by the Beatles. They okay. covered her song Chains on okay, the Please, Please Me LP. Okay, Uh, And they also played live, they played Keep Your Hands Off My Baby and Locomotion.
0: Okay, so now that's interesting because from what I remember, I remember Peter Asher, which I love Peter Asher. Do you ever hear of Peter Asher? I think he, Peter Asher was in, oh my God, I'm so stupid right now. I'm on the spot here. I'm sorry. Uh, he was in a famous band, right? But he was very, 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 very close with the Beatles. Paul McCartney dated his sister, right? So by Peter Asher had like the first listen to Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts, right? He had the first, the first time Paul McCartney came over home to their house where he lived with Peter Asher. He played him the pressing for fucking Sergeant Pepper's.
1: That's amazing. It's fucking
0: unbelievable. Uh, well, Peter Asher tells the most incredible stories about the Beatles. And I'm I, sorry to throw you under the bus, Peter, but I could have swore you said that <laughs> she wrote chains for them. But, yeah, you're probably right. They covered it. But I know they sort were of the same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know they respected it. And I know I know I heard it once. I swear to God, I'm going to find it to you. I'm going to put it on the comments wherever I find it. I'm going I'm to uh, show you where I found this story. Yeah. Stupid Keith.
1: Oh man, yeah, I'm looking up Peter Asher right now, uh, but uh, yeah, oh, God, it doesn't say he was in an actual band. Yeah, he was. Peter Asher, famous
0: band. God, I'm so bad. I'm sorry. Sorry,
1: that's actually a thing. What's <laughs> up, Maddie <Matty laughs> C in Australia? I'm a big fan of Ali Balala. Oh no, he was in some. He was some interesting stuff here. Yeah, uh, he was a producer. Right. Uh, he did a lot of production work. Huh. Linda Ronstadt, Buddy Ray. I know that, but it doesn't say the band he was in? It says, discography as a performer, and it says some albums. It just uh, it says Peter and Gordon. Peter and Gordon. That was yeah? it. Yeah, that was uh, it. That yeah, was yeah, what Peter it was called. Gordon. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Peter. Peter and yeah, Gordon. Yeah, Peter and Gordon. You, there's, there's one song. I figured
0: lead. it out. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh, oh, I'm just sunk. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Peter and Gordon, of course. But he was very, very, very tight with the Beatles. Like, insanely close. So whenever I get my free subscriptions from uh, Sirius... Because $5 a month isn't cheap enough. Because they should keep keep trying to push that crack on me, the $5 a month series. But I'm like, no, I got this, yeah. I got that. I got too many subscriptions. Yeah. Enough with the subscriptions. My goodness God. gracious.
1: I know, right? And now it's getting into all your uh, digital audio workstations, oh and my a, I'm paying for Adobe. And, you know, I was even talking to uh, the DJ the other night, and he's saying that Serato's charging him subscriptions for Serato. They got smart. That's ridiculous. So now let
0: me ask you a question. So, wait, you guys are getting smart. With yeah. all this software and all yeah. this, like, like subscription, whatever it may be, media, but you can't protect music? Yeah. You can't find a way to fucking stop fucking reproducing music for, so people can keep sharing and shit like that? Give me a fucking break, man.
1: Yeah. It's. Uh, I think they've just given up on it, man. It's kind of at the point where, and like and now, like I mean, I I have a Spotify subscription and I, I have to have it for work because I constantly just get asked at the last minute, like, "Hey, play this song right now." Yeah. And so I was like, "That's the only way to really uh, accomplish that right. task." I used to bring hard drives around and shit like that. I have you know just ridiculous catalog of music, but it was never the song that, that I needed was on my hard drive usually. Of and, course. Uh, and you don't—you don't even need that anymore. You got right. Spotify, but everybody you, tells yeah. me to get Spotify, and I'm like, uh, I'm just so
0: addicted to fucking i uh, Apple.
1: I, yeah, it's—it's I, it's not Apple even, Music is supposed to be pretty much the same thing, right? It's not even—it's not—it's totally not as broad as Spotify. Oh, really? There's no way.
0: There's just way deeper shit on Spotify.
1: It's pretty eclectic.
0: I need to—I tr- probably need to give it a try because my brother all the time. He's just like, "Are you crazy?" He's like, and even my nephews are like, are you, "Are you dumb?" Yeah, you know. But I'm like, I don't know. I stick to my shit lately.
1: I've I like almost, my albums. I've, I've, I, it's a game we play. We always go, "I wonder if it's on Spotify." Right. And it's all, it's all like almost always on Spotify. Wow, it's you like must be going deep, crazy ass like live Captain Beefheart uh, Beef albums and shit. You know, we're right. looking up and we're like, "There's no way that's on Spotify." Right. And there it is. And so they they have they have a pretty deep library going, very broad. Yeah, it's yeah. it's super impressive. And then it's you know it's great because then uh, discovering new artists is fantastic. I'm always on the discover new artist train, and right. then I'll listen to their discography, Sure. like the f- first album straight through. Like whenever I was uh I was uh doing some uh, work for you over at Accessibles, yes. and you turned me on to that acoustic artist. Um, the Back singer to song. Marco Back to Marco. Did you like it? I loved it.
0: okay. yeah, all right. it's not really for everybody. like I'm trying to get my brother on it because like there's a song off of Salad uh that sounds like jo- Julian or John Lennon, right? I'm just I was completely addicted to that from from day one. Yeah. my good buddy Wesley. Suro65, what's up, buddy? Uh, he's a guru for me in my life, uh, like yourself. And uh, he turns me on to great music, and he's all about hip-hop. He's very deep in 90% oh. hip-hop. But let me tell you something. This guy knows how to show you the good stuff. Yeah. And it's all good. I wish I could remember the names. I'm on the spot, but there's a lot of good stuff. M- most importantly, uh, Doom. I fell in love with Doom through him. Uh, yeah. If you've never listened to Doom, it's really, really great music. He just passed away. Um but uh mac Demarco, we turned on to this and we caught it off of tyler the creator tyler the creator mentions mac Demarco in a song when we heard it the first time it came out that's i mean i was into tyler the creator too i'm all all, all about that shit yeah. uh but we heard it so we went to youtube and we caught that this video that now has like 13 or 14 million and we caught it at a Oh wow right we we saw it when it first came out we were like so Mac DeMarco's got great albums, really, really spaced out. He's, I guess, he's like supposed to be indie kind-ish but he's like really not. It's just a yeah. whole lot of everything, you know. Yeah, fell in love with it. Great story. <clears throat> I'm flying home from uh, France uh, with Twisted, and uh, <laughs> we get down to the luggage area, and I'm like, "You got to be fucking kidding me, Mac!" <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" I go. You were on that fucking plane <laughs> for eight hours? And I could have been talking to you for eight hours on that plane and busting your balls? And he's uh, like, hey, you know, I've been making a joke about it. But like, I was really, like, that's when I was like really into it. I couldn't believe it was on the same plane. Yeah. So we were getting like this. So, of course, we take this picture with him. It's so funny. I'm going to send you this picture on Instagram. His middle finger is like wicked. Like wicked. like It's like up here. I would have to dig really deep in my Instagram to find it. It's really, yeah. really deep in there. But like, he's, yeah, just like a strange, strange you know what? I, he got into some weird shit though. His r- most recent shit. He's like, he has a lizard song and you know, that whole lizard, like kind of shit, government lizard. Kind oh, of, like the lizard people kind yeah. of thing. So he's kind of like, I'm not saying he's into the lizard shit. I think he's just pointing it out. I hope he's just pointing it out. Uh, but he's like yeah he he kind of took a li- little bit different direction but um yeah i think he's in, he's
1: trying to like say hey there's some shit out there Dude, the lizard people thing is freaking crazy, man.
0: Uh, and I love
1: talking to people who really are into. Because I don't know. I always come from a place where I don't know shit, man. Like I don't know, know anything about it. So who knows what's real? Yeah. Um. You know, and wh- what's not real, and what's just. Sure. You know. It's interesting when you but, hear people like. Uh,
0: who was it that came out recently? I think it was uh, from Smashing Pumpkins. I think he was the guy uh Corgan Billy Corgan I think I think it was him that came out and said some shit and I was like fuck I, I actually believe this guy because why what what I mean he's a pretty straight shooter uh but the, you know you hear these stories from these people who are like see this like stuff and I don't know My my, my wife you know is like yeah there's lizards like Lizard people. I'm just trying to imagine they're just lizard-ish. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on back there, but
1: I don't ain't selling my soul to nobody. You can go fuck yourself. I don't give a fuck. Uh, You know? No, I've seen uh, I've seen funny videos where uh, they go, if you watch real closely, their (laughs) eyelids close this way and shit like that. You're like, totally. I mean, come on, that's not that's not really happening, (laughs) is it? But who knows, man. But I'll, dude, I'll chat it up with uh, yeah. I have a couple buddies that are, they they really believe. at you know, the paint. They go hard, man, and it's like you know the earth is hollow, yeah. And there's lizard people. Sure. And uh, you know, like everybody in the government is all like, you know, they're they're lizard people worshiping the devil sure. and you know eating babies. And I'm just like the blood. Let's have a conversation, bro. You know, like tell me all about it. You know, I I don't want to give too much attention to him. I I, I don't even...
0: I shouldn't even... It's just... uh, Oh, God. Here's some weird stories.
1: There really are, man. And, and, uh, you know... It's like the... uh, I don't want to say anything. I'm afraid... I'm afraid to talk. Oh man, not me, man. I got to you know I got to make <laughs> things interesting on here. You know about that Tom Hanks like conspiracy, like, right? Oh yeah, where he got left the country because he's a pedo, man. I mean, <sighs> what are you gonna do, right? Like, I mean, obviously there's a lot of them out there. Some of them, you know, it's who knows who's actually those fucking pedos and who's not. But uh, not comfortable. Yeah, either. he he's not. Uh, he's not coming back, is he? He's just staying in what Australia. Something like that. He got citizenship, and he got the fuck out of here whenever uh, everyone was getting wrapped up in that business. I don't know. And it just uh, freaks me out. Yeah, I mean, chill, chill. it makes me ugh. the Epstein thing, right? Ugh. Like, I mean, they had all those, uh they had all those names, and oh, that was really cool. the. Did you ever watch? Did you watch the documentary on the Epstein thing? I think I made a peek to a little bit when yeah. my feet was
0: watching it. I think you know. I'm not a detail-oriented guy. I'm kind of like in the moment. I try to be
1: in the moment, but I don't remember shit. I just I'm like, yeah, did I watch it? Yeah, I'm kind of, sort of. Right. Well, the right. reason they were they were blackmailing people. Sure. You know, they were blackmailing people, and yeah. they they wanted to get shit on everybody so that they had everyone in their pockets. Right. And uh, I think sometimes, like I even heard some stuff like uh, about they would, if they want to be part of the club, we got to get pictures of you with this little kid and shit like that. That's
0: fucking bizarre.
1: Yeah, man. But then they own your ass, right? And then when they need a favor, they can, they definitely will get that favor from you. Uh Uh, That kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, and I just, I mean, who knows who the fuck's involved in all that. But I mean, pedophilia is a real thing. People have a lot of money they do crazy shit with lots of money oh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean it's you know everything that you can think of is possible on this planet has happened multiple times right. more times than you can even imagine so yeah. who fucking knows with Tom Hanks or any I mean I don't know shit I don't know you know it's, it's uh, all speculation I, you know
0: it's hard to go to movies too these days because like I don't want to support some stuff Yeah. You know? and uh, you know every once in a while you gotta go see a movie whatever it is you know but I don't like supporting it really that much anymore there's just too much going on
1: There is. And a lot of a lot of people who don't know shit want to throw their opinion around like it's it's the end all be all. And, and, you know, it's just like you're an actor. Your job is to lie. Like, why should I be listening to what your opinion is about politics or the earth or anything like that? it's like, just make me laugh. That's it. You know, I don't care what I don't care what you think, right? I, you know, if I want to get someone's opinion, I'll I'll listen to yeah. somebody who's a little more educated and through really the last dives couple into of years kind of, of politics,
0: I, I lost a lot of respect for people I loved. Yeah, people, you know, and like you know, my wife's right. Keep your mouth shut on Facebook. Yeah, You're like it's especially me, I had to tone it down because like I'm a nobody. I don't. I'm I'm a nobody by any means. You know, I'm just here I'm just a rock and roll but there's maybe there's one person who's just like oh, you know I, I, I hate to disappoint people so uh, yeah I learned the hard lesson you know
1: just kind of just leave it alone yeah yeah. Jesus, Lord. I, mean, I don't think you can get through this life without disappointing somebody, especially I mean? in yeah. today's environment sure. where everybody's looking for something to be disappointed sure. in, they're looking for something to be outraged by no matter what it is. Right. They really want to get pissed off at everybody for any reason they can, so the they can trigger temper tantrum. Yeah. Right. It's ridiculous. Trigger moments. Yeah. And it's like, man, get a little thicker skin, you know? But it's like, it's it's fun. Yeah. They, they want to throw a fit on Twitter and, like, get all this attention. Yeah. And act like they're important for five seconds. Sure. And, and it's fun to just, like, it's like the mob pitchfork, you know, that mob sure, mentality yeah. where they're just like, let's let's all pile on oh, this yeah. person now. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, it's just crazy couple, to see you know, it all the time.
0: I'm kind of a ball buster, whether I be on, like, a hockey forum or yeah. whatever, if it was politics or... Musicians or Kiss. It's mostly Kiss. I'm the biggest wise ass in this Kiss group. (laughs) It's called, uh, uh, oh God, I'm, see, here I go again with my memory loss. When when Kiss was like, it was like, when Kiss was famous in the 70s or something like that. It's a specific group. Yeah. Uh, and it's pretty hardcore great great group on Facebook but you won't know because I can't remember the fucking name uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i always say shit like uh, i try to i try to trigger people because like when, when people spell kiss yeah. with cap, with lowercase letters yeah. it drives me nuts that's not the name it drives me through the roof like you know like <laughs> come on kiss uh, is an entity yeah. like you have there's beso kiss or there's kiss Kiss. You have to say it like that, even when you're talking to a, a sp- a spelling and typing out kiss. Mm-hmm. So I try to, I, I leave my ball, ball busting shit out of there. But they deserve the respect of the shift key. And you know what I tell these people? Uh, it's my it's my tagline in this group. Uh, when kiss was oh god, I'm still trying to remember it. We'll look <laughs> it up later. I'll put it in the comments. I promise. I'll, I'll promote you. Uh. Uh, but. I always tell the, I always tell these people you've lost your kiss army credentials. And let me tell you they it just it just it gets so many likes and laughs and triggers and everything. Yeah. They're like fuck you Keith. I checked out your page, you're a ding dong. Uh, thank you, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, but like uh, yeah, when they start talking some stupid shit, I'm like you've lost your kiss army credentials. Give them back to me right now. I'll take that shit right now. I'll let you know when you get them back. Yeah. Mail in the mail form for 7 plus shipping. <laughs> I always wanted to get one of those actual Kiss Army cards, man. I think it was too late, you know, I guess by the 80s. I guess maybe the yeah. production was really not hit by that point. But uh, I think I drove past the P.O. box once, whatever the P.O. box was on the Kiss Army uh, newsletter. Oh, really? I looked for it in California. just wanted to see it. Yeah. Just this little warehouse, you know? But uh,
1: yeah, Kiss 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 is cool. Yeah, I, I I definitely like Kiss a lot. I know you do. You know that's not a secret, <laughs> to anybody. I really enjoyed. Uh, I got to take Angela to go see him for the first for her first time and for their last tour. Oh, recently, like the when they were here. The one, yeah, with the big uh, T-Mobile circular LED walls. Yeah, Crazy, T-Mobile, right? bro, I, what a great show!
0: What a great show! And I'll tell you what, I I I know I said this last show, and I don't want to repeat material, but I know I definitely was like. I had to walk into that show and just go, all right, don't be a kiss-asshole tonight. <laughs> don't go in there judging. Don't worry about Tommy. Don't, don't worry about anything. Uh, just go in there and have a good time. And when I did that, yeah. I really let it out. Yeah. Because, you know, when, 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 when you hear those words, Hello, Vegas. It's so great! Oh yeah, the beginning,
1: the end, the fire. I mean, you know, it's it's a really magical band, dude. I could feel the fire all the way in the back, man. Isn't it wild? I always get seats like behind front of house. Sure. And so I'm, you know, I'm kind of far from stage, but it sounds really good. And, of uh, <laughs> and yeah. you would do that, wouldn't you? Oh, dude, I make sure I get them. <laughs> I make
0: sure I get them. Uh, That's the place to sit. Hey, you know, I found I had a choice that. For for when I purchased those tickets, they did have something right next to the sound, and it was really good because it was also right between where Paul was gonna fly out.
1: Oh, dope!
0: I should have just got it, but it wasn't the really wasn't really the money. I just think just the side view was. I don't know why, but I thought the side view was cool this time. Yeah, I guess I
1: after seeing Kiss thirty five times, <laughs> a different view is cool. We got to see them. I don't know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but we got to see them at a USO show. And uh, it was ridiculous, the USO shows like Destiny's Child and right. Kiss and Jaw Rule. Where was this? It was in San Diego oh, wow. at Camp Pendleton. Wow. And uh, and we all did the Kiss makeup because I wasn't in the Marines. My friend was in the Marines, but they invited yeah. us on to go party with them. And so uh, we were all in Kiss makeup. Nobody was in Kiss makeup. Really? Right? They were all just Marines partying on the beach. It was a really cool show. Sure. And uh, – but – When KISS was coming on, the Marine, everybody would turn around and was like, these fucking guys got KISS makeup on. And they go, bro. And they tap the person in front of them and they go, this guy's got KISS makeup. And he goes, bro. And they all the way to the front, (laughs) touching the rail. That's unbelievable. They cleared the, they they parted the seas for us, all the Marines at Camp Pendleton. Much respect to the Marines. I fucking love the Marines. And, uh. Yeah, and they were, and they so we were on the rail for Kiss, yeah. and we got to see him front row center, fire pyro. I took, I had a little disposable camera, oh, excellent. And I, I should show you some pictures if I remember. Yeah. At the end of the day, I got him in a photo book upstairs, excellent. man. Excellent. And we were, dude, we got some great shots of it. And we were we got put on the screen constantly because, you know, yeah, what else are you gonna do? Show? Sure. And that uh, no, was great, but wow. it just having all those people push us to the front row, yeah. we were way in the back past the delays. And uh, yeah, what a great experience!
0: I remember going. I was at a show. I, I know I, I spoke about this with. We have had so many conversations. I don't remember if it's a podcast or, right. or a daily. Hey, uh, we got you know we're filling an hour yeah, or two. So but it's it's it, 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 this is great time when we were promoting for Kiss in Philadelphia, and they gave us tickets to the show, so the show comes, and you know, we're in our seats like way back, and the four of us in makeup, like that was a kind of an in- acute endearing, I was always the youngest guy, and these guys were about six, seven years ago, New York City's Dressed to Kill, that's what we were called, because of course... There was a New Jersey Dressed to Kill. And they didn't yeah. want to give up the name. It was a total rock star movie. That's thing. how it goes. They were canceling our gigs. We were fucking with them. It was beautiful. <laughs> uh, but I know we stole their props and we took them on tour. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. They had the a Kiss Army like banners. They were flame proof and everything like that. <sighs> And we fucking stole everything. We were like, That's fuck hilarious. you guys. We, were we stole the horn, the lights. Psh, we're out. Uh, but we uh, good old to dress to kill. So I'll just never forget, you know, like you're around your friends and sometimes you think you're the only, the only Kiss fan in the world until somebody else gets excited and all I remember is all four of us we just went our own way we've somehow all four wound up in front row that's awesome but I guess like everybody was like you know when you got the makeup on people treat you just a slightly different yeah you know, you're there to party you're there to fucking rip yeah right so people are like yeah come the fucking sit here with me but one of my favorite moments was when we were in uh, Philadelphia i've seen kiss front row probably twice th- my favorite was th- my favorite is 13th row of course because 13 but i like 13 go. it's not front row it's not front of house guy it's not perfect sound you know but it's just right and uh it's a different experience because uh, emotionally as like this kiss connection that i have and my my endearing love for kiss you know, you see these four guys on stage and I- I'm having a moment where I'm just like these four fucking guys, it was the original four like been together since the day and it's 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 powerful to me. It's a really powerful feeling and you hearing the boots on stage. Yeah. Hearing this between songs. And I just I just fucking love it so fucking much and you know, being so close. In, and the the fire is hot in row 25. Yeah. P- Paul and Gene, I mean, this shit is hot up
1: there. And they're up there in
0: it. And they're up there in it. And it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful show. Really close, if you ever, you know, could see it up close. I mean, I, I can't imagine what it must have been like in 76 when you were able to get <sighs> that close. and they were, at, I mean, that raw energy. I mean, you t- take the Stooges and MC5 and, and you know, uh Fuck every other band in the world Sabbath and everybody Combine them with this This theatrical band Because everybody's like You know I, I'll, give, I'll give credit to To Alice Cooper I know he was the, He was really truly a, I, I know the difference between Theatrical Alice Cooper And theatrical Kiss Yeah But I, I always wanted to fight That argument in high school When people were like <laughs> Fuck you Alice Cooper No, Fuck you Kiss man You know yeah. but They're both a, great They're both great of course You know I was a little late to the
1: party With Cooper but Yeah I got to see him live, and it changed it for me, man. Really? Like, I was like, yeah, Cooper's got some good songs or whatever, but I wasn't really You are a fan. correct about that. And, yeah, and, like, when I saw him live, man, he, and he played for the, he open for the Stones. Right. And he destroyed the Stones. No fucking way. Yeah, any. like, yeah, it was incredible. Like, wow. he put on such a killer show. His band is super tight. And, I don't give him enough credit. Yeah, he, I was like, man, I really got to start listening to more Alice Cooper after that. He was just, he was fantastic. You know, my wife's a really big Alice Cooper fan, and I understand why now more. But
0: Jesse Camp was also a really big uh, Alice Cooper fan. You know that dude I played for, right, That back in the day from MTV. And uh, we got to open up for Alice Cooper back in 99, you know. And it was, it was a really unique experience, you know. And it was the first time because I— I was just all about Kiss and Zeppelin, and I didn't really understand, like, the Cooper thing. And then when I got to really learn about it and be uh, embodied in it with this whole thing, you know, it was, it was a great experience. Yeah, he was... What, what just a gentleman... Just a perfect gentleman he is, you know, very, very nice. We got to meet him on the tour bus at the end of the tour. You know, you know how, like, rock and roll tours are. You don't get to meet the guys till the end sometimes. Yeah. You know, party with them or whatever.
1: Sort of like on uh, Wayne's World when he's talking exactly. about the Native Americans and Chicago and everything. Yeah. He's so soft and so just really beautiful. It's amazing. What a great career and a lot of kudos.
0: And he's a what – a, what a great rock star.
1: Dude, yeah, he's fantastic. I used to work – um I used to run the Brick House Theater down the street from his from Cooperstown in yeah. uh, in Arizona. Wow. We were just like a few buildings over. Sure. And so yeah, he was pretty he's uh, I, I never really got to meet him per no. se, you know, but no, like yeah, he was I I heard a lot of good stuff and he was always, you know, courteous and everything. Yeah. Big golfer. Oh yeah?
0: Loves that golf. Hey, you can go out there and play. That's why he's so tan. <laughs> He's going out there playing golf all the time.
1: He does have that leather skin. He does, right? Dude, Arizona's a big golfing town, man, especially like out in Scottsdale and everything. Tons of a- golf courses. Arizona itself's a whole different planet. Yeah. Right? Oh, I loved it out there. It's, it's, it's hotter than
0: Vegas in a sense, right? Yeah, it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's <laughs> not slogan. quite a dry heat like this. You yeah, know? it's
1: just a total different element. It's like Mars out there. It's bad. <laughs> oh, dude. And everybody's got guns, like, yeah. on their hip Like, th- that's out here in Vegas, too, right? Yeah. Like, you know, people carry guns on their sure. hips, no problem. Uh, but like in, in Arizona, it's like the freaking wild west. Like everybody's yeah. got a gun on their head, yeah, man. It's a little bit different. And, uh, you know,
0: everybody's bougie about it out here,
1: but yeah, out there, it's just, that's how you, that's, you know, you, you put on your pants, you put on your boots and you put yeah. on your gun and that's how you go outside. Wild. And, uh, yeah. you know how, you know, people aren't really messing around so much in that kind of an environment. No. And, uh, people were pretty well behaved. Right. You know. Interesting. What yeah. a concept. Right. I am uh, still behaving in Vegas. Come yeah, on, yeah, <laughs> no shit, <laughs> controlled. Oh, dude, I, I mean, have you heard the horror stories since they opened the strip back up? And even when they were opening it back up uh, in yeah, COVID, and all sure. the people were coming out and just just getting in fights nonstop. I remember the wheelchair story. Do you remember the electric
0: wheelchair story where every, like all, young people were just renting wheelchairs? Oh really? Uh, the electronic ones. Are you talking about like the scooters? Where scooters. The, that's like, what. Yeah, I'm Yeah, like the yeah, ones yeah. at Walmart. Not, I'm sorry, not a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Not a wheelchair. A scooter. You know. But uh, yeah, they were just going in, and just messing them up, going down the escalators. Oh my God. But they were just, they were just. The the point the reason why I said that is because they were taking them away from people who really needed access, yeah, certain access in certain parts of this town, which is not easy to get over a bridge. It's not easy to get up into an elevator around here. So there was a funny, not funny, but they were just abusing it, you know, to the to the fullest extent.
1: Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, Yeah, and I've I've heard the other stuff.
1: Everybody thinks they're in jackass movies when they're a teenager. Right. You know, the— The The movie. The lower 20 areas, you know. It's like, yeah, I'm just going to cause a ruckus and make a huge fool of myself and do stupid shit because it's so cool and it's so funny. And it's like, yeah, it is kind of funny, though. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but we we don't, you don't catch us doing it when we're a little older, you no, know. You unfortunately, you're know, like, I'm not ah, allowed
0: you... to do that stuff yeah. anymore. It's sad, uh, those days are gone.
1: Yeah, the dumb shit we used to do with shopping carts. I mean, I kids. laugh
0: at the story, you know, but then I just my reality chicks in and goes, Oh man, that sucks. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, a little, you know, it's disrespectful, but it's yeah, it's freaking ridiculous. Hey, but hey, Vegas is out here in right? Vegas. Yeah, no, it's it's wide open, man. It is cracking. Rock and roll, it come is, on uh, out. There's shows everywhere. Yeah. Uh, there's, I mean, the masks are gone. People are still wearing them voluntarily, but sure. they're not really, I mean, nobody's really wearing you know, masks so they don't have to so anymore. So
0: I remember, I don't, I guess it was mid-May when the loosening started to happen. Yeah. Now, you know, it's easy to shit talk Sisalak. You know, it's easy to say a bad thing. Bad about them, which I'm guilty. But, yeah, me too. I mean, I guess in, you know. Now that we're here, you know, it's like, all right. You know, I guess at least we're doing something because, like, the NHL. Let me tell you something: the Vegas Golden Knights have had the best crowds out of all the NHL teams. Oh yeah, including Canada. Canada, Canada, completely closed down. Like. The hardcore. We've only got like two thousand or less than two thousand people in there. Vegas is ripping and rocking, yeah. uh, and it's nice to see that. Uh, it's. Li- I just think it was kind of funny. This one time, I guess it was early May. I walked into a store and I was like, I, I had heard about people taking their mask off, and I didn't. I just I felt so fucking weird. Yeah, and you I was like, like, Am I going to get in trouble right I now? I like, said, No, no, no. You're not weird. You want to do this? Yeah. And I, and I never had a problem. I went to all the gas stations. I went to all the banks,
1: and then you started seeing the signs come off. Right. Yeah. Now it's now it's not mandatory. It's right. recommended. Right. Yeah. It's weird. I ain't gonna lie.
0: It's fucking weird. But I ain't for it. I'm not. I'm not a mask. I'm not a mask fan. I no, don't. I don't either. believe in it. I, don't, I think it's completely stupid. Uh, take it or leave it. But you know, we gotta live our lives. I yeah. want your germs, hey buddy. I want a little bit of it. They're you. all yours, man. Bring me some. Whatever shit. you
1: want, bud. I
0: want it. This is how I live.
1: <laughs> you know, that's it, man. We're uh, we're constantly sharing all of our germs with everybody and yeah. you know you gotta have an immune system. Sure. So, but you know, it's uh it's just great to be on the other side. I remember the first concert I did, I did it at a Dive Bar and uh, Yeah, everybody just nobody was wearing their masks. Everybody was partying. The place was friggin' packed, right? Because it was like it was a little before we were supposed to be doing it, but dive bar don't give a fuck, and uh, and that's why I love dive bar. Yeah, and uh, yeah, dude, it was just the place was just packed. The parking lot was packed, and there was like maybe three people wearing masks, and everybody was just getting rowdy and having a great time. Hey, wear your mask. Go wear your mask. Yeah, I don't care. Well, you know, you know. That's yeah. each yeah, I their just,
0: own. You know, and I like, I like to wear a mask. I've been wearing a mask, certain types of masks for years, because when I go into the high desert and whatnot, when I'm hiking and shit like that, I like to have protection there. Mm. But now I feel weird because
1: I'm like, oh, somebody's looking at me thinking I'm weird, you know? <laughs> I don't want to be weird. It's just, it's just the dust. Yeah. <laughs> it still makes me laugh when someone's driving in a car by themselves and they have a that mask That cracks me. That's the funniest shit. Yeah. The you know what up, yeah, that cracks me up. It's like, what are you doing, bud? What are you doing? Yeah, when you're by yourself hey. in your car, you wearing a mask at home when you're watching TV all by yourself, too. When else are you wearing a mask yeah. here? Yeah, What's dude. going on there? Like, uh, so, you know, some people were taking a little far, man, and that shit was <laughs> right. it, it was funny, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm really glad it's over because god, what a pain in the butt to just constantly be, uh, yeah. you remembering. You know, I so many you times know, I think I'd we're leave the house sacrificing the best now for some other bullshit though. Yeah? No, uh, no, people are uh This game is going on here. Yeah, I agree. I agree that it's a game Somebody's to see what we playing how far they can with push us. it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They I mean, realistically, you know, the government's uh ever since what like 9/11 happened and they started taking away our rights and fucking with the constitution for 20 years they've been doing it and they're just they're just trying to keep on taking a little bit at a time a little bit at a time you know they're standing around going do i even have any rights anymore am i allowed to you know they're going after first amendment rights they're going after second amendment rights they're going after freedom of assembly And it's just like, man, this is not cool. This is not cool. And everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon like, oh, this is, everything's going to be fair now. And it's like, no, you're going to be living in a dystopian communist country real fast-like, man, and you're not going to like it. I I personally don't see, I mean, what you just said
0: in 30 seconds Mm. scared the shit out of me. It's happening. Scared the fucking shit out of me. Sorry, I don't mean to curse. I know. Please I, curse. I know uh, I, you're good about it, but Yeah. sorry, uh Mama San, sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> Mama San is my wife's mother and mom is my mom. Ah, okay. So I I am sorry, I've been cursing so much. I did another podcast last week.
1: Yeah, I, you know yeah. when you're around friends, yeah. It starts yeah, coming out. Yeah, it like I'm comes so out. good all day. It's yeah. just me and it, you know, but exactly. then we start talking shit and
0: it's just like but oh, scared the shit out goes. of me, you know, because come on how do we not see what's going on it's you know, plain as day like man. 9 11 happened yeah you know I'm smart I'm rational enough to go oh well really
1: yeah wait really we this really happened it was uh it was pretty ridiculous man
0: and now we go 20 years later. And all that shit in between and we, the way, the perspective, I mean, I'm, a, you know, I like to receive what people are saying and I really dig deep and I, I search for the black hole in life, the scary part. You know, yeah. when you really like dig deep or whether it be meditation or hallucinogenics or just spiritualness, I, you know, I go to the solar system and I get, I scare myself because I go, well, where's the end? You know, yeah. this is an ending to me
1: because like it's scary. Yeah. It's bullshit. And I don't like the
0: way it's fucking going.
1: No, it's 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 just a game they're playing to uh, to really capitalize on the system. It's just like I mean, you know, uh, the cost of living compared to the minimum wage in the country, and you know, everybody it takes it takes two people having a full time job and and a side hustle right to survive in this country when it used to be. One guy would go out or girl, you know, right. one person would go out and get a job sure. and they'd be able to support their family, man. They'd be able to buy a house, buy a car, have two kids. Sure. And, and all of it would be taken care of by an average job, not a, a fantastical job where you have a PhD or something. Right. The average, you can go to a trade school and and go get a just a basic job and support your family with it. And yeah. now that's just completely unrealistic. They want you and like the debt that you get put in going to a school. Oh God, man, that's crazy. Oh boy. And, uh, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. you know it's more and more expensive as it goes along. And now you're in debt. I just paid off my student debt that wow. I got 15 years ago. It took me 15 years and it wasn't even a lot of debt. Wow. And uh, yeah, and it's it's, it's just like the, there's this, this pull right where they just see how much how much can we take from these sure. people? And, you know, they they keep giving us little technological advances and everything like that. Yeah, where we're comfortable. I call them the golden chains, man. Everything's so comfortable. And it's really, it is, everything's fantastic. It's never been this great in human history before. I mean, the existence that we have right now, Is incredible Uh and no humans on the planet have ever existed in such luxury that we get to live in as Americans and even today all the billions of people around the world that still don't have anywhere near what we have but at the same time the reason we have all this stuff is because of, uh, you know, the beauty and the freedom, the, the the freedom to live a capitalist existence and our constitution and all that shit's just getting shit on. And I'm on, I realize I'm on a fucking little bit of a political rant right now, but it disappoints me, man. It disappoints It's disappointing. So people need to hear
0: different perspectives. Yeah. People need to hear it certain different ways. It doesn't matter who it comes from. It needs to be said. Yeah. You know, uh, this is our country and we, we, this is what we were built on.
1: And our, our fathers did that for a reason. Yeah, and yeah. they they put the Second Amendment into place so that you could keep the government in check. It's not because guns are cool, because guns are fun. They're cool, but that's not why we have the Second Amendment. Right. The Second Amendment is so we can... For, it, we can form militias and overthrow our own government. Sure, that's why it's right. It's the second thing in the in the Constitution that they put there is we know corruption is going to happen. We know it's going to happen because people inevitably are corrupt. Power corrupts people, and the more power people are able to gain, the more corrupt they're going to become. And eventually, the system is going to have to be overturned again, and we're going to have to start fresh. Right, and uh, and that's why you see everyone all these corrupt politicians and people in power slowly messing with the second amendment, slowly taking away your availability for like magazine sizes, ability to purchase ammunition and uh, you know, really trying to regulate what kind of guns you can have all the time. And it's like, I'm the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm like, you know what, when they were writing that, we didn't have tanks. We didn't have planes. We didn't have submarines. We right. didn't have rocket launchers. And it's like we should actually be amending the Constitution in the opposite direction. Sure. you know, people should be able to get serious weaponry so we can contend <laughs> with the military that we're up against. I mean, that, I mean, that's right. a ridiculously radical point of view, but it's Once there again, to overthrow the corrupt politicians. And if all we're doing it with is shotguns and handguns, we're not going to win that fight. You know, and then they're just its power overthrows the people ultimately Correct. and now we don't have a government for the people by the people we have a dictatorship that's you know absorbing all the power absorbing all the money and we have no and we're just losing our rights left and right. right like crazy we're losing our rights left and right
0: w- wouldn't it have been way cooler to hear this in social studies yeah grade seven?
1: Oh, bro you shouldn't have seen me in social studies i got kicked out of social studies Did class you really? quite often yeah i can imagine that well you know the teachers don't read the goddamn books that's another problem is the teachers are fucking terrible. Of course. They don't get paid enough. We should be, we should be paying teachers enough to where uh, in, intellectuals want to be teachers. It shouldn't be like a job that's just like a, a plan B for people. Right. Right? Like yeah. People are like, fuck it. I guess I'll just, you know, go make, th- what, $35,000 a year being a teacher, if, yeah. if that. With four months off. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I mean... You know, that's that's not really Passion. bringing in the cream of the crop to teach the next generation what's real. Right. And then and the curriculum's not teaching them what's real. And I mean, that's a that's a ridiculous subject in the first place. If you want to get into what's real with me, I'm fucking crazy about that. But sure. no, I would get in fights with the, like social studies teachers. They wouldn't read the goddamn book. Wow. And I love reading and I would read. They'd give me a history book and I read history books, man. And I'd come back in and I'd start being like, well, that's actually not the case here. And if you actually read the book you gave me, you would know that. I wish I did that. And they would just be like, you need to leave. You're disrupting the class. And I'm like, well, you're not teaching anybody shit here. You know, like this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous yeah. what what we pass off as an education in this country. Right. So, yeah. And I'm still, I'm ranting over here. I'm ranting on my own podcast. Oh, it's going to be a big, big episode when you do one of those. A yeah. full one. Oh, dude. Preach. I can, you a, man. You got a good, clear conscious and a good, good vision on it all, man. Well, I love Very freedom. Of I course. love this. I love this country. I love the planet. I love everybody I, I in just, it.
0: I don't have the. I mean. I'm not degrading myself, but I just don't have a good intellect like you do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just over here like, (laughs) fuck you, let's
1: go. I want my country. That's all I got to say. Well, I mean, we got such a great thing going. Yeah. And it's the reason we've become such a powerhouse in the world game. And, like, getting rid of it and handing all the power over to the government is not going to – it's going to make things really a lot worse for everybody. Yeah and it's just and it comes from such a childish and lazy place you know everybody wants free shit and they feel like they're entitled to it and it's like you're not man you're not entitled to 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 much of anything sure you, know, you, you you definitely deserve the same respect that everybody else is given, you definitely deserve. You definitely deserve an equal chance and opportunity to grow and exist in the pursuit of happiness in your life, however you see fit. Right. And to practice whatever religion you want to practice, sure. you know, and to assemble with your friends and say any fucking thing you want. Sure. Anything you want, man. It doesn't matter if it's not cool to say it. Right. And it's like you. You just. Who cares? Correct. You don't have to go. It's amazing and what other country, what other people in other countries
0: don't have that freedom. Yeah, that they, they cannot say that. Yeah, and they
1: get into very much trouble because they said that. Look what's happening to the kids in China! All they're getting—they're getting together and saying, "We want democracy. We want to be able to vote for our leaders. We want to be able to take part in the government." And they're fucking killing them, hmm. you know. And I mean, they're hitting them with less than lethal, but they're also killing these kids and they just don't want it to go oh. down they're like no this is this, and this is you know inevitably what happens and what will happen to us too man if we keep letting it go down this slippery slope and they let we let them curb our language and take away our right to defend ourselves and take away our right our freedom to assemble as a as a people man yep. it's like nah you can't can't be doing that and i know it's i know it hurts everyone's feelings yeah, that sure. like Crazy fucking people like Nazis, right? That's a big one. Nobody wants Nazis to get together and and say racist shit and and spout their crazy theories. Mm-hmm. But it's like you can't you can't cut anyone off from this right and this of freedom. Yeah. You just don't go to those things, man. Right? You know. And it's and sure, like most of us don't agree with. that I definitely don't agree with sure. that propaganda bullshit. Of course. That ideology that anybody's better than anybody else. That's uh, you know, especially based on skin color. How stupid is that? But, uh, but you know what, I'll, f- yeah, I'll be damned if you take away anyone's right to be able to do that. Sure. Because the second you take it away from them, now no one's really allowed to do it, man. Nope. The second you're not allowed to say one word, now everybody's going to pile on and be like, well, what about this word, and this mm-hmm. word, and this word, and this word, and this word. And it's like, it's what's happening with our guns, too, man. They're fucking our gun rights all up. And, uh, and our cartoons. And our cartoons. Leave my cartoons
0: alone, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to take. I don't want my c- cartoons edited yeah. or removed, or that one episode in the season of whatever show it was because you couldn't show that.
1: Yeah, Pepe LePew is a racist, <laughs> right? Or no, a uh, rapist. Rap- a rapist, right? He's <laughs> a freaking cartoon skunk. It's uh, it's just like, <sighs> yep. yeah. I mean, people thought differently. You know, look at Archie Bunker from All in the Family. That oh, show goodness. was hugely popular, and he was racist sure. and he was sexist. And it was like, well, those were the times. We all know that's not okay behavior now, of but you can't just you can't just erase it from history like it never happened, man. Correct, right? You know, there's a reason we teach about World War II and the Nazis in school. Mm. You can't uh, you can't just let that happen again. And if we don't are aren't aware that these kind of steps right. You know, they they progress into this kind of insanity mm-hmm. and it'll just keep happening. And people, you know, they'll they'll drive that that train right into the fucking station and start loading whatever group of people, you know, like they did with the Jews right onto the trains and uh it's it's all over and it'll happen again and again and again. <sighs> the fucking communism thing, man. I mean what communism's killed over a hundred million people and people are out here in America. Living in a capitalist system, which is, you know, it's not the best system in the world, but it's pretty fucking good for what we got going on for ourselves. And they're demanding a, a system they've never existed in. No. They've never existed in it. That's because it's good for them. Yeah. And it's it's like, it's it's going to be terrible for everyone. Oh. And... and and a very daunting feeling. Yeah. Very scary. It's fucking insane that people would want to do a system that's failed constantly, right. over and over. And all it does is, is destroy the country, kill m- millions and millions yeah. of people, and uh, and they're just like, well, this time it'll be different. Oh, yeah. What? I You hear about those
0: stories of people, like, see random videos of people that used to live in Venezuela. Yeah. And they're like, they're like screaming at us and you know this one video even though there might be 500,000 views on it it's not enough they're they're like please listen to me please please fight back please do not let this happen yeah you are going to regret this
1: It's insane that anybody would actually, and it's just people that don't really comprehend what they're actually asking for. I get the, it's, it's, that's that righteousness of like everything, everybody should be equal and everything should be fair. And it's like, well, everybody is equal. We start out, we we have the same opportunities presented to us, regardless of what your perspective is on that, man. I mean, nobody's stopping you from pursuing your dreams in this country. And, uh, and if you're skilled, and you, you make yourself a you uh, a tool to be utilized sure. by people who have money for you. They will utilize you. Correct. There's no, you know, the the inherent racism in the system. It's not the '50s anymore, man. Yeah. And so many laws have been passed to prevent that kind of behavior from happening. And uh, and people act like that's still running rampant, and it's just right. not. But no one's going to have it fair. Fair has never happened in the history of life. Right. Like existence in general is not fair. It'll never be fair, and you can't make it fair. No. Uh, uh, I, I just, it's not supposed to be. Monopoly's it's a competition. Not fair.
0: Poker's not fair. Yeah. Life's not fair. We're playing a game.
1: Right. It's a game. Hustle. Hustle. Go out and play it. That's right. Don't sit around and, and, and ask for someone else to play the game for you and make your life fair comparati- comparatively, which right. is ridiculous. I mean, Ooh. where are we going to draw the median at, you know? Right. If everybody's going to have the same thing, what is that same thing? And where does it come from? Who's yeah. actually going to go out and work and make it happen? Scary. Yeah. So. Very deep, dark road. <laughs> <sighs> just, I, I it's just, very scary. I uh, wish it on no one. No, I mean so take back America, baby. Yeah, and I'll stop ranting about it because I realize I've gone wow. on it off on it quite a tangent. It's uh, it needed to be heard. So yeah. uh, take it from here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Needs to be heard. So I'm glad you said it. Yeah, I mean you have a much much profound way of saying
1: things. I'm just I like fuck it. you. <laughs> yeah, you know you know and and people want to. F- yeah, it's it's. I, I I I agree with their sentiment and their heart. Yeah. Where they want everybody to have, have you know this sure. beautiful life, but it's like, uh, I mean, if you're already in America, yeah. you're fucking winning. Sure, you're winning so hard, oh, and my goodness, are you? it's like go try to live somewhere else for a week. I remember see how people that, I knew that used goes. to shit on America, you know, and
0: I'm like, you know, uh, I've traveled, I've seen some shit, yeah. not the worst shit. I've seen some shit And you know It's like y- You really can't beat it out here it's No a re- Beautiful Beautiful border You know Make it beautiful Keep it beautiful Do your job Work hard You'll get it, ahead You'll get ahead you, you you know
1: You might not get what you want But you get what you need Yeah You know that's That's the beautiful part You know I mean, it's a country where everybody has the same story. My grandparents or my great grandparents came here with nothing oh, on a boat. What a different story. Yeah. And like. here they are, you know, generations later. And they're just living this fantastic life that yeah. they, you know, that we, you know, are calling privilege now, which it's definitely, if you live in America, you're privileged, man. You got it fucking made mm-hmm. compared to most people. Absolutely. Compared to damn near everybody's ever existed, pretty sure. much. And, uh, and yeah, to, obviously it's not perfect. Yeah. But what is perfect, man? Let's keep what we got good. Yeah. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it to a different tangent because look what yeah. I found we What'd were talking find? about. Boom. Look that at the mach- size of that finger. That guy's middle finger is an alien finger. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that was you with uh, Mac Demarco That's, at yeah. the airport.
0: That's in the international baggage area before you go through customs. Yeah. So he's just standing there, and I'm just like, "You." I see the backpack on him, and the cap, and I'm just like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" Now, like, I know he's, I know he's playing in Vegas a couple of weeks later. I know that uh, the guys that I work with are gonna shit, you know, when they see this and. The first picture they took of me, you know, being the ball buses they are, is they cut my head off, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they showed that picture to me. They didn't, sh- they didn't show me the good picture. So I'm glad I had that picture. Uh, it was a good memory. It was super chill, you know, uh, g- Good, great music, a lot, a lot of chill music, a lot, definitely a different vibe, you know. Not quite the Twisted Sister that I'm known for or the Kiss or the Zeppelin, but uh, it's great stuff. Yeah, yeah, good memory, I can't believe you found that
1: Yeah, I was digging for a while, It was. you were right It was way it was down, pretty there. down there It right? was down there pretty far, but we found it, man I like to post Instagram photos Yeah, man, speaking of alien fingers and conspiracy theories, what do you think about all this alien shit coming out?
0: Oh, let me tell you, the only alien, the only alien I want to do is the alien cat house
1: Ooh right I've not that. been to the alien cat uh, house. Where is it? Is it? Area 51. Kind of ish. Not really. But, um, yeah.
0: it's like, uh, we, we did a trip up to, um, Tonopah a couple weeks ago.
1: Oh, I like Tonopah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I posted that video on Instagram. You can check that out. The Tonopah video. I've been, I've been enjoying iMovie. just like making moments in life and enjoying iMovie a lot. I love, I love to do videos too. You know, I'm enjoying doing that. Um, And, uh, we did this whole ride through the ghost towns in Rhyolite and a couple of the stops, the candy stop going up North and we went to Tonopah, but before way before there, uh, on the first journey, we stopped at this alien cat house and obviously there's a brothel and there's the, uh, the superstore with the gas station, you know, the brothels closed down because of COVID. Uh, like they're worried about germs. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, usually they offer t- uh, tours. I think we were tours for whores. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, you—they uh, they did not have any tours that day. And uh, although I, I was chaperoned by my wife, uh, no hanky panky. Um, we were just out there have to have a lot of fun, and uh, we went up there. And uh, this shirt is great. I love the Alien Cat House. The logo, you know. So
1: it's the only aliens I like. It's the Cat House Aliens. The yeah. Cat House Aliens. Yeah, yeah. We had, um, uh, yeah, we had a, the band. Uh, what the hell was that band name? Now I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. So I can tell you. Yeah, I know the Brainfarts are the worst. Uh, aren't they? No, Stars Unhinged came on. Oh, we okay. had a big conversation about oh, yeah. it. They were, uh, they're big alien fans. They ended up going out to Area 15. Yeah. and actually getting. Messed with a little bit by some of the guards out in front, you know. Have you ever done that before? I haven't. I'm going to take my dad for sure, though. He's a big Alien fan. So we did it, and um, we went all
0: the way right up to the gate. Yeah. And they came out. Yeah. And they just stopped, and they just popped up, and that was all they did. We weren't messing with anything. They knew we were just being silly. But I regret, (laughs) my God, anybody wants to go, I mean, you're— I like trucks. I know you got a truck, but I, you know, my bougie truck. I'm like that was the worst thing for the dust and everything. I screwed up the filters. It's dusty out there. Yeah, it's really, really. I gets into like some really dusty road out there, so I, I screwed up my car for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just silly just to go out there. There's this. There, everybody knows that there's this mailbox that you turn a left on. But the mailbox is, like, destroyed. There's, like, nothing in there. I don't even know what it was for. But, uh, yeah, you go down this road, you just drive down there, and there they come, you know? And I, the the cool thing is, like, I just love that they have these microphones that they could hear everything, and they're listening to everything, you know what I mean? So uh, it, it's just cute to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not really looking for anything. I did do a uh, UFO tour up in uh, Sedona, though, once. Oh, really? Yeah, that was good. That had a, I had a different perspective. Oh yeah. So like he uh, gives you, he gives the couple a uh, pair of those you know military grade binoculars, right? And he gives you like a laser, and you know, one of those crazy lasers, and obviously, I mean, much instructions. You cannot point this at a plane. Yeah. Right. These high grade lasers are crazy. Uh, so he, you know, like I know what a I know what a star looks like. I know what a plane looks like. Uh, I know what a shooting st- or, or a meteorite looks like. And he's explaining these to all these people. And he goes, but I'm going to show you a space station and I'm going to show you UFOs. <laughs> and I was like, all right, sell me on this. So he did show us a space station. And it was bright and it was the right moment because he had proof of it. And I saw the proof that it was going over Sedona. Yeah. And you,
1: we could see it. It was beautiful. It like gorgeous. circles the globe every 90 minutes. Of course.
0: Bright, stagnant, right across the sky. But he goes, then you're going to see these dots that move fast. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, what is that? I was really, I was really amazed by it. And then he showed us three dots moving together. And he pointed it out. Some were moving fast. Some were moving slow. I mean, there's a lot of energy over Sedona. I mean, the things that spiritual and uh, un- unidentified things that are happening over in that, like, uh, vortex right there is really powerful, so I was pretty impressed. I give this guy a five star review on Yelp. Uh, it was really intense to see these things, and I definitely, you know, I uh, see a different. It's, I don't, I'm not sure it's the green guy up there, but it's definitely a UFO, an un- unidentified yeah. flying object, and right. this thing's moving up there. And it was really wild. I was really impressed with it. That's cool. That's yeah. on Sedona, huh? Yeah, yeah, he takes you into this nice little back alley, really, really dark, and let me tell you this funny story there, of course there's always a funny story, we were shining these lights, but I know this one guy was, like, shining a light, he was, like, pointing everywhere, and these people who were, like, partying, I guess, in their houses, they don't like it at all. Oh, Even if you're pointing the lasers up, they don't like it at all. You can imagine, I mean, some purist in Sedona, you know, some real earthy people probably don't like that stuff. They don't want to deal with it, especially in their house. Yeah. You know, but they were yelling at us to, like, turn that shit off, you know. Oh, God. And the guys was just like, just ignore them. I'm here three times a night, you know. (laughs) It's making a lot of money, I tell you that much. But the Uh, goggles were cool. i never seen anything like that. I mean, really, really cool military-grade goggles. You can really see some wild shit. You know, in the dark. Now I I can see what the Marines are using like when they were in Afghanistan, like this powerful shit, you know, to look for stuff. It's wild. You know, wish I had the balls to be a Marine. Oh, man. I'm a Marine in rock and roll. There you go. Military rock and roll, but boy, I tell you, I have such a respect for those guys who hold it out,
1: man. Oh, uh, they go, they get put through a lot, man. The Marines sure. do. Just uh, just existing as a Marine on the base. I mean, yeah. they get those guys up before the sun and they run them rampant and they'll just <laughs> right. take them out at a moment's notice and make them just sleep in the middle of the desert for, you know, several days. And, right. Uh, you know, just so they're just used to just, they just turn them into just savages. You it's know, they're going to really make life. As miserable as they can, <laughs> even when they're at home. So when they send them out, they're just like, ah, you know, I mean, we were just doing that other shit that's way right. worse than this. So, I mean, this isn't so bad. Right. And really, it's fucking miserable where they're at, too, at that point. But they're just they're just animals. I was uh, I was intrigued with uh, the Air Force as a, as a child. Yeah? Uh,
0: I wanted to fly planes so bad, but I guess I didn't realize early on, I mean, the curricular wasn't there, and, you know, like the overall, you know, child body health. I, I just wasn't in that family. I didn't have any outlets to it, you know. I wasn't going into the Army or the Air Force or anything like that, but I, it's really what I wanted to do. I really, really want to fly, a, like, a Corsair. Oh, it's yeah? It's, like, my favorite plane ever. You know, the plane where the wings go, like, uh, down and out? So it's not That's a straight wing, so it goes down and out. They're like, And then the wings fold up on the air. Cur- air. I think they're one of the fastest... Uh, engine planes, you know, like oh, really. ever, yeah. They they compete like the fastest, uh, kind of like a like a Mustang plane, but these these specific Corsairs are C O R S A I R, I think something like that. They're just beautiful big. planes, and oh god, do I want to fly in one of those so bad? I really really want to get in one of those because I know they're fast. Something like this. Oh,
1: look at that thing. Oh,
0: that is the rock and roll plane of the Air Force.
1: That's pretty cool
0: right there, I mean, the there, Tomcats man. are cool.
1: Look at me, knowing plane play names and shit like that. Uh, oh, boy, I want to fly one of those. Dude, my brother is in the Air Force now. Oh. My youngest brother, Eric, he Amazing. joined. Yeah, and he just he loves it, man. He loves it. I wish I, I told him to send me the pictures. He sent some, some photos to my mom. He never got them to me, but he was doing... Uh, this guy's last flight, this pilot's last flight, and then they, the crew and everything on it, they were able to, like, leave the bay door down in the ass of the plane where they just, you know, they let cargo loose. Right. And they're all sitting on the, on the edge of the bay door with parachutes on for the, the, the flight coming out of Miami is where it was. And he just got these beautiful pictures of him just hanging outside of a plane. I'm so proud of him. What a stud. Wow. Yeah, you know, uh, it takes
0: a lot of courage. Yeah, it's, it I mean, does, man. All chapters takes a lot of courage, but I mean, being up in the air. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I always I always love those movies, like you know Pearl Harbor movies and any of the war movies. I love the war documentaries and the
1: History Channels and stuff. I kind of have a secret passion for that. Have you ever checked out Dan Carlin's Hardcore History? I can't say I have. Dan Carlin is a – he's a super fanatic about history. Yeah. And uh, I was introduced with his um, Countdown to Armageddon, like, I guess podcast or whatever you want to go. It it was like six three-hour episodes of him just talking about World War One, Wow. And the way he describes it and the information that he has and, like, the amount of material he's read on it. I mean, he's so passionate about it, and he just he takes you there. Wow. And, uh, but he does a bunch. Of, you know, he has World War II, and he does yeah. even, you know, ancient wars sure. and everything like that. And, uh, yeah, it's Dan Carlin, though, man. He does a fantastic job describing it. And World War One, I, I didn't even realize how... Uh, just what a crazy time that was where... Like, the French are still charging with uh, cavalry, like, on horses with giant feathers. Right. And, uh, and you know, it was, like, still old school, Not like, 1800s, 1700s-style yeah. warfare. and uh, And they were going after the German army, which had been preparing for this thing for a while, and they had... Serious new technology that was just devastating to these sure. uh, people, and so that you have like scenes in World War One where you're you have old school Napoleonic like cavalry charging tanks and charging dug in people. They're digging ditches and they have machine guns, right? And they're just annihilating these people. Wow! And uh, and it was just it was a crazy arms race that had to happen immediately, where everyone just didn't realize. This is what warfare has become. Right. And I think what and you know, scary enough as that is, I think we're about to enter another one with China and I see them getting geared up. Yeah. And the the leaps that are gonna be made with our technological advances, you know, like yeah. we're used to seeing People shooting rockets and tanks and right. now they have the drone thing, but you know they got some way heavier shit in line for yeah. when the real yeah. wars need to be fought. Right. And uh, I think the same thing will start happening where just the technolo- technological advancements that everybody's been doing in their top secret bunkers are all going to come out and fucking scare the shit out of everybody. You know,
0: isn't it weird for me? I mean, hey, war's scary, right? Yeah.
1: Right? Uh, but I, we also love the history of it. It's it's what marks our history, right? Right. Like so, I'm so interested yeah. with it, you know. Yeah. Like,
0: I, 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 I'm, it's kind of hard to say in public, but I'm kind of a fan of war. Yeah. Okay. It, it, in a way, I think that's human nature, man. Right. It's my last name as well, you yeah. know, war. But I mean, the art, you know, and whether it be protection or whether it be to take over. You know, there's just such a weird, I mean, I like the history of it. I'm, I'm enamored with it. I, I, I look, you know, I study it and it, I'm interested with it. But of course, I don't want to go through a war. No. You know, fucking scary, you know. Uh, that's been one of my deepest, darkest secrets is seeing yeah. this land have that war. Yeah. That's how lucky we are here.
1: Yeah, we don't get the war on our soil. You no, know? That's the point. It's, it's, we're so blessed for that. It, correct. You know, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I could just really talk about it all the time. Uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. You know, that was another interesting part of the World War One thing that Dan Carlin talks about was the glory that came with war. Yeah. And the, um, it, it was really a romanticized thing. You know, sure. you get to go out and become a man and on the battlefield because it was still... Um, up until that point, you know, it was like single fire muskets and swords and horses. Right. And and it really was like it still had a lot to do with character and skill set of being like a combatant on the field. Mm. And it wasn't really the level of destruction that we we just think of when it comes to war where, you know, millions of people are dying. And up right. until that point it was like thousands or tens of thousands of people was really bad, but not frigging millions. Right. You know, they're not dropping mustard gas on, you know, entire, entire regiments and just annihilating people where it was just this, so it was this transition of this romanticized ideology of what warfare really was and what it meant to go to war. Uh, It was just annihilated for people. And it turned into this real horrible experience where it's like, nobody wants to go through that. Yeah.
0: And I, I mean, like I said, you know, I have a thing for it. and I, I like it. I like it. I'm, in, you know, I'm intrigued by it. But of course, I don't wish, you know, I don't wish anything or, or anything bad on anybody. Of course, yeah. I, we all want a very peaceful world. You know, I thought that's where we were, <laughs> but there's always this moment where we gotta watch our back.
1: Yeah, and protect what's here. Well, that's really all that keeps the peace, man. Is someone has the biggest stick. You know, and whoever right. has the biggest stick, or the largest nuclear arsenal, or the biggest navy—yeah—those are the ones that kind of say, "Well, it's peacetime for us." Yeah, and you know, we'll keep shit in check. And that's—I right. mean, humans are brutal people. We're very violent and very greedy, and uh, it's just—it's—it's it's natural for people to try to take advantage of every situation. No different they than can. the Roman
0: times. Yeah. No different than right? You know, t- two thousand years ago, we're still fighting that mentally war w- with our life. Yeah. And our boundaries and our borders, we're still doing that.
1: It'll happen forever, man. It'll happen forever. That's, that, the, that's the crazy part. Yeah. It'll happen forever. I mean, what are we going to do? You know, everyone just going to all of a sudden think this exact same way, 8 billion yeah. people are going to just like come to the same conclusion. That's not gonna happen. Love peace and haggis. Yeah, exactly. It would be nice. I would love that so Ring- much. Ringo Starr would be the guy to get that going. Yeah, you know? peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> peace and I love. always say peace and love, man. Do yeah, you remember
0: when he he, he started telling everybody, you "Don't send me any more requests for signatures." Like he, it was. I think it was either on Howard Stern or he did said something. And it's a great soundbite. He's like, he's like, listen, after January first. No more signatures. I'm done. Nothing. Nothing for fans. Nothing in the mail. Nothing. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's peace and peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> but no more. He's like, no. imagine being overwhelmed. Yeah. Could you imagine that like, you're old? You're that crazy. Like you're a beetle. I mean, yeah. Obviously, but people just want something out of you all the time
1: yeah that's a,
0: that's a war to fight in your in your
1: mind he's probably getting just giant bagfuls of mail every day asking every year sign. every decade yeah. constantly still yeah. after after he told everybody stop they're still sending it to double him, right? now now everybody's a double down yeah now <laughs> uh, you know it's uh he's just such a legend man he really is and that was uh that was the ultimate, man. The Beatles. That was the first huge, real big pop sensation. That like that people, you know, you see videos of people screaming at them oh. and just freaking out just yeah. to be in their presence. Yeah. And uh, the idolization, man, it's just intense. Oh God. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll, that'll just be legendary forever. And how it lasts still. Yeah. Even in the generations before us, now they're just so deep into it. Oh, yeah. I love the Beatles, man. Me too. I really uh, wish Paul McCartney tickets weren't $300 a piece. I really wanted to go to that. You and now that House I didn't seats? go, I'm re- I, I, uh, I regret not spending it after I missed it. Do you, you remember House Seats? Do you know what House Seats is? Yeah, yeah. Right, so you pay the subscription, and tickets pop
0: up. and uh, You know, there's usually things all the time, the Carrot Top and the and the, the, the Topless shows and the reviews. and I mean, they got to fill that all the time. Every once in a while, you get lucky, right? So if you're lucky and you're there at the right moment searching for things, like, we got, like, $600 Shania Twain tickets. Oh, you know, like, that's a good show. It's a great show. We got it, We got a couple couple different things that were really wow. Wow factors. I'm, like, way overpaid f- f- for the subscription. I think the subscription for the year was, like, a 100 bucks. And if you're smart, you know, and stay up on it, you get the good shit. I'm going to have to look into that. So the day Paul McCartney came to town... Like, we both just, like, were not, like, thinking clearly. We were thinking about it, but our minds didn't connect because we were, like, it, we both, like, after it happened, we were, like, there's no way there's going to be Paul McCartney tickets. So why are we? Why would we even look? Yeah. P- uh, Paulie Walnuts, Paul Cunningham from Smashing Alice posts the next day. Fucko. Fucko. He fucking posted the next day. I got our seats on the house seats for free and me and shanti were just so freaked out mad we were so upset we were like i can't believe we missed this opportunity they gave away free seats from for paul mccartney we were just like no way we we, we didn't even think to look that day that's insane yeah and i just of course something in me was like look 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 don't look no forget it yeah there's no way yeah i missed a huge opportunity right there
1: yeah, if, he, if if I'm fortunate enough for him to come back, it's like, no price is too high, man. I got to go see that show. I get uh, yeah, to see I, One Living Beetle before I die. I really, I, I'm with you on that one. Before he dies. Sure. I, a buddy of mine, a buddy I used to
0: tour with, with Twisted, uh, Maddie. he uh, he was at a place, or maybe him and his buddy or his brother were at a place, and they um, they announced at this, like, small bar that it can only hold, like, 60 people. They just said, hey... S- We're selling 60 tickets, but cash only. Whoever shows up. And it was Paul McCartney and his band playing. No way. To like, I mean, maybe it was 100 people. It was not more than like 115 people. Those are the best. And he's like, you have to see this video. You have to see this video. Watch. And I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And it's just, Paul, jamming. it's different in a club. It's a different feel. Yeah. Now you're with the band. Yeah. You know? I... Uh, uh, Me and my wife talk about
1: that We just cry
0: (laughs) Uh, Imagining that Could you imagine that To just be 20 feet away from Paul And just watching him play his instrument
1: What an opportunity man I saw some crazy conspiracy the other day. I don't fucking believe it. There's no way
0: nobody's convincing me that Paul McCartney is dead or has been dead. No. But this guy did a TikTok video, and he's pretty good. He was, like, fun. You know, I, I yeah. enjoyed the humor in it. But, like, you know, he's, like, you know, the Sgt. Pepper, the album cover, it's the funeral that, you know, that he that they wish they could have, but they couldn't have because the media, that they replaced some. am like, hmm. It's interesting, but no.
1: No. No, no.
0: Nobody's that fucking amazing.
1: Everybody would be uh, talking about that instantly. That would be worldwide news. I mean, I'd imagine he's going to have a a huge. Turn out like Michael Jackson did for his funeral. I mean, yeah, this is in like, you know, the 60s, you know, before yeah. Sgt. Pepper, which they, you
0: know, there was like a, a story in the paper that Paul was dead, you know, so they tried to build this for years that Paul was really dead.
1: Oh, that the guy that's walking around as Paul is an impersonator. Correct. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I get what you're so, saying. So that's
0: what Sgt. Pepper was supposed to be about. It was supposed to be the funeral that he never had because the stars that would have showed up for Paul McCartney, they only put him on the album cover.
1: Yeah. So it's like, that's
0: a great story but so is the fucking bible yeah right so like i love this story humor me all day but i'm gonna go with what my gut's telling me you know paul's alive and he's very
1: vegan (laughs) right oh man yeah he uh he definitely looks like paul mccartney to me still there's no come on get out of here with that yeah but yeah i mean it's you know it's fun to it's fun to see those kind of conspiracy theories and ponder it for a second. Sure. That's what they're for, right? Yeah. Just to be like, what if? What exactly.
0: if? What if John was still alive? Right. My, my buddy uh, Danny from uh, from Collier, he, uh, he's he got a good theory
1: about uh, Jim Morrison. He's, one. He swears he's alive. Yeah, he's in a, a hospital in France. Yeah. 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 Uh, didn't they do a DNA test on that guy? Did they say it was uh, Jim Morrison? Someone had a lock of Jim's hair from the 70s yeah. and they, they matched it to the guy yeah. supposedly in France. Yeah, they checked. You know, because the, 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 the
0: part of the story that sells me the most, and the best, the, the most humorous part is like, you know, you don't have to ID a body in France.
1: Ah, yeah. So,
0: like, that's like the law you don't have to ID. So he just disappeared or whatever.
1: Yeah. You know, how cool would that really be if he really came out? If you, you know, he well, he did have a lot of shit going on because uh, he pretended to pull his, you know, he stuck his finger through his pants or whatever and pretended yeah. to pull his dick out. Sure. And, and uh, I forget what state, but it was a really religious state and they were going to, they were going to press serious charges against him and then press like uh, lewdity in front of a minor and stuff like that. Because oh, yeah. there were, you know, there, were, it was like an all ages show and they were just, they were gunning for him. They were going to throw him in a cage for the rest of his life if he came back to the States. And so there was was good reason for him to fake his death. Interesting. And uh, yeah, and so I mean yeah, he moved to France and supposedly died in France. You know, out of all the rock stars who have died in any conspiracy
0: that exists with him, it has got to be one. Yeah. There's got to be one who faked their death. You always wonder about Elvis. You always wonder about Jim. Like I don't think Jimmy was really. I don't, I'm pretty sure Jimmy really passed,
1: you know. But you know, he was doing a lot of dope, man. Yeah. A lot of Jack Daniels, sure. You know, but it's hey, it's fun to go down with those lines. The guy, the guy looks like Jim, though. The, the 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 conspiracy theory I saw, man. I mean, this I was gonna bring this up before yeah. you did. Yeah, it was a good topic, but yeah. And then I do believe the the article I read said they did DNA matching against wow. the lock of hair and everything. So I mean, it's really possible that. Jim Morrison faked his death, and this old guy hanging out in this retirement home is, is the legend, the Lizard wow. King, the real Lizard King. Yeah. Oh my God! I've always been a Jim fan, man. Really? Yeah. It took
0: me a little. I mean, I appreciate the Doors. I can't call myself a legit fan. You know, I like to listen to him, but I think I need to like. I, I, it takes, it. sometimes it takes me 40 years to fall in love with something, you know what I mean? But I think like after this conversation, it's a good chance for me to really listen to an album full through and really understand it. Cause that's how you
1: really understand a band, but it's by listening to an album, not a song. Yeah. You know? But, uh. Or seeing them live. Oh. Depends on the band, man. Yeah. You know, some bands need to be seen live. Correct. And some bands like they're a studio band. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it, I love having my opinion changed that way. Sure. For sure, man. Oh yeah. I've, uh, I've, I fell in love with bands way later on in life that I just thought were garbage. Sure. And then it's like, oh no. Then you see them live and you're like, that's what the songs are about, man. The records didn't do them justice. This is all live shit. They're supposed to be playing. Totally. You know? Yeah. That's, uh. I envy that. I want to get back to that. I wanna be that. I play my own shit. <laughs> Let's see. This is a delete on the picture. stage. But uh while we were still talking about it, let me zoom in a little bit here and uh pull this shot up real quick here of what supposedly is Jim.
0: That's you know great. drinking a
1: beer or whatever. That's funny. I mean, that could be him. I saw another one of him possibly in, like, a bed or something like like that. Yeah, that's what he would look like. But, yeah, it's supposed to be, yeah, he faked his death. That's too funny. Yeah, freaking Jim Morrison, man. He missed a hell of a party in the late 70s, though. If he wasn't going to
0: Studio 54, God, man, he missed a big party.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, shit, man. I think we've been talking, it's almost two hours now. It's always a flash in the pan. It just goes so fast, man. I
0: enjoy it. I enjoy uh thank you for having me. Thank I appreciate you. Appreciate it. Return customer.
1: Yeah. It's nice to have you back on the show, yeah. man.
0: And I know about the future guest, but you don't know about the future guest. <laughs> But you got a lot of cool stuff coming here. So I'm very, very excited for you. I'm very excited as well,
1: man. I'm really going to try to bring uh some of the, you know, I'm trying to try to get some really interesting guests on the show and yeah. you know, people really respond well to the music stuff and I know a lot of interesting musicians, so Yes, you do. Well, you know, it's uh I'm looking forward to what the future holds here on, Sure. uh to the fullest at Space Brain Station. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like and subscribe. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. Support Yeah. Thanks, Keith, for coming on. Thank you. uh, Peace. Rock and roll.